go. That's what I'm gonna pay attention to. Okay, let's go. Yeah. 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 What's the name of the podcast? It's a pod named Kickback. A pod named Kickback. It's like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. <laughs> welcome to, before we introduce our beautiful guests, let me first introduce the show. So welcome to a pod named Kickback, also known as the Black CNN and the Revolution will be televised. televised. I'm no brace new to Righteous Wretched. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Monday. Monday! Right back at it. I am the Black Savage. What up, y'all? What up? It's JB Frank. I'm that gangster geek. Coming at you every goddamn Monday. Representing NWA Nerds with Attitude. Happy Monday, everybody. And welcome to our special guest. Go ahead, dude. So for episode 99, we had to do something special. And we normally have guests come in and sit down with us. And I'm like, damn, we can never get another DC podcast on. That's fucked up. Then this whole pandemic happened. And we were like, well, shit, we're doing a video. I got an idea. I got an idea. I'm going to hit Sandy Patty tomorrow. I got an idea. So we had the ladies, the beautiful ladies of On Mother's Podcast. We had Sandy Patty and Ari Lawan. Right? That's the name. You said it right. You said it right. Yeah, cool. I want to call you Ari so bad. Because my name is Ariel, so Ari is okay. Now you can say that. Okay. Wow, your name is Ariel? Ariel. Ariel. Wow, my daughter's name is Ariella. That is, ooh. This was meant to be, y'all. This was meant to be. (laughs) Ari is shaped like a mermaid. Mm. Shape, they say. Mm. I'm just talk about new, new. We'll talk about. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about. We'll talk about. We'll discuss it later. Um, <laughs> we'll discuss it later. So, ladies, the beautiful ladies, all podcast, Please introduce yourselves. Let them know who you are, what you do, what's about, all that good shit. Hey guys, you know I'm your girl Chatty Patty DC. I'm a journalist, blogger, mom of three, but um, definitely in these streets a little bit. So, holla at your girl. In the streets, I didn't know well, she was maybe not so much now because you know quarantine. That's been holding life up, but you know I'll be out here. Well, I am the Ariel Lawan Ari for short. Um, I'm a mom. I'm an entrepreneur, and um, I'm your favorite sophisticated ratchet. So you never know what's gonna come out of my mouth, and I don't apologize for it later. Okay, you're the sophisticated ratchet. You I'm the it. righteous ratchet. It's but I'm the righteous ratchet. Okay, you think you are. Oh, we're we going to find out tonight. This is Let's perfect because, JB, you and I are the nerds of the group. I love it. Yes, yes. We are, we are the geek. We are the geeks. So we'll hold, we'll hold up the geek and, you know. Geeks and the ratchets. I love this. this yeah, is- yeah. Geeks and ratchets score. <laughs> Let's do what, we, what we do to start every episode is uh, we do we start with a high-low. So you high of the week and you low of the week. Um, Debbie Storm, show them how we do it with the high low. <laughs> that so, um, I'm gonna start with my low of the week, and my low is actually a lot of shit that we're gonna be talking about a little later on in the episode, mainly because these things affect me personally. Um, you know, the prospect 
of going back to work and getting back to work now in Georgia is really, really dangerous. And so dealing with that shit and dealing with my bosses and trying to let them know, look, I do not need to be going to work. I can do my job perfectly well from where I'm at because I've been doing it. That has been my personal low of the week. And it's not that low compared to other weeks for real. I've been blessed this week. My personal high this week was a huge high. Um, and I'm going to combine two social distancing events. I got to see my children for the oh. first time in eight weeks um, oh on Monday. Yeah. So again, when COVID-19 hit, I was actually going to work. So I was putting myself at greater risk, whereas their mom had shut it down completely, total quarantine. They were in the house as soon as school closed. We felt like it would only be smart to separate ourselves and properly quarantine me and social distance me, right? Um, so I was able to get an antibody test and then a COVID-19 test. Both came up negative, and then we were able to end the quarantine for me and my children, and I was able to see them on Monday. Furthermore, then me and I got to hang out with our brothers yesterday at another social distancing event. So I'm starting to see family and folks again. That is my personal high this week. And it's a big one for me because I've been in this fucking house all by myself. <laughs> JB, real quick, did they do the, the whole invasive nose test? Oh, it was horrible. It was it was horrible. They 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 stuck uh they stuck what felt like, you know, like a pump. You remember when you light fireworks like a pump? They stuck one of those in my nose and it burned my nose for a solid two and a half minutes. And then they were like, no, hold it in there. My tears and shit running down my face. And I'm a pretty strong motherfucker. I've broken bones and all kinds of shit. You know, I'm pretty used to getting tests done. This shit was not pleasant. At all. My nose burned. I felt like a coke addict or some shit. My nose burned for like another 20 minutes and shit when I got home. Oh, um, no. It was it was it was bad. I'm gonna I'm just keeping a buck with y'all. That shit was not fun at all. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> it's all good. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. All right, Shady Patty. What was your high and low of the week? Okay, my low of the week, I would say, would be um, the Democratic Party letting me down again. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to talk about it, so I don't even have to go into any details. But I guess I'm not black enough. <laughs> we'll discuss later. My high of the week was, um, you know, anybody who's following me, my youngest son, Jaden, he is almost two years old and he has um, some developmental delays and he is starting to walk and talk. And oh, that is awesome. He said yes. And that that just warmed my heart. He took two steps last this time last Saturday or uh, last. Yeah, well, it was last Saturday, but um, he took two steps and he's trying to walk and he's into everything so that was one of my highs of the week and then the other high of my week was my oldest son who is turning 12 this year um when i created a tiktok account he joked me to hell he was like you're too old i can't believe you're on here get off of tiktok what are you doing and now his friends follow me 
they think I'm cool. So now he thinks I'm cool. So yesterday he created a post that said, hey, follow my mom and help her get to extra number of followers. So that made my heart warm because that's his way of saying, I, mom, you, I, you kind of cool, you kind of funny because, you know, I'm corny and I'm not the cool mom. So for him, you know, as the oldest of all of my children to kind of look at me and say, okay, you might be cool. That made my heart warm. Uh, geek, that's so geeks are cool. Geeks are cool. Geeks are cool. And he's that's in so Avatar. Wild. Avatar came back on Netflix. He's watching it, yep. talking about airbending and stuff. I'm like, oh, sis, let me tell you something. <laughs> so, so you're yeah. into anime? I am very much so. Yep. What, what else? What else do you watch? Full Metal Alchemist. What, what you watching? All of that, and then um, the first thing that I started watching with my son was. Um, what is it? Death Note. We watched that together and that like sent him over the top. And then he started watching uh, My Hero Academia. And ever since then, he's just been going on and on about anime. So now that we can go back and watch Avatar from the beginning and talk about what's good, what's bad, I'm really excited. He told me, um, can I get him a flying bison for his birthday? Yeah, yeah. So, Pat, Patty, your your stock is just going up and 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 up. One of our viewers commented, they were like, uh, "We heard one of the women say anime. Hold up, <laughs> like <laughs> you got everybody interested now." <laughs> Listen, anime is where it's at. It's fun. All of that. I had um, J- JB and her chick I dated was both introduced me to anime. But JB told me about um, Avatar, like, before I left D.C. So we, I watched the cartoon or the anime, and then we went to the, we actually went to the movie together to see um, the Avatar in theaters. And um, I, I found a couple I like um, along the way. I'm not into it like JB or our boy Jeremy that's in the comments. But I'm, I'm finding my way through it. My, um, well, Aries, since you're back. My uh, bad, y'all. Your... Oh, good. I forgot oh, good. to put it in airplane um, mode. People want to call when they know I'm going live. <laughs> what was the purpose? Well, why would you do that? They call you like, hey, I just saw you live. I was until you called. Right, that's right, the right, right. Damn. Got me like um, amateurs so, and shit. So what's your high low of the week? Okay, so high of the week. Everybody knows I'm a single mother by choice. Um, But my favorite baby daddy came and he held it down for two weeks. So I've had like a little break. I got to kind of chill, be like, nah, you get them ready in the morning so I can take them to the daycare and work. Like, I just been sleeping in later, so that was the high of the week. Um, and the low of the week probably was getting woken up, like, at the crack of ass dawn this morning by someone that wasn't my kids. Um, so, yeah, I was sleepy all day. That was, like, the only low of the week. That's okay. not a bad week, then. I'm doing pretty good for this whole pandemic thing. Like, I kind of got right. a routine now. So I can't complain too much. Like I'm still here and I don't have COVID. So there it is. There it is. <laughs> okay, let's see. Well, I'll do low than high. Um, what was my low of the week? Okay, I'll do this. Um, COVID nineteen has affected my family personally, and um, and just thinking about that and kind of what people are going through and not knowing a whole lot. That was probably my low of the week. Um. My high of the week was I've been isolated, self-quarantined for two and a half months. Meaning I haven't seen anybody. I haven't seen, JB lives three buildings over. I could probably throw a rock at his window and you could hear it. That's how close he is. But we didn't, we hadn't seen each other. 
Um, no woman I was dealing with, I, was, I haven't seen them. Uh, no older relative, nobody. So um, I was still kind of like still crazy. Knew, you said no woman I was dealing with, I haven't seen them. But they seen you. Okay. Oh, no, they seen me neither. Now they seen you. So when you okay, say no, they, them, they when huh? you say them, how many is them? I heard right. them. I... Uh, so yeah. you, but we got questions that need answers. Yeah, yeah, you just opened up a can of worms, my G. I, 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 I got nothing. I got nothing. I, I'm in a tunnel, y'all. <laughs> I got nothing, brother. I got nothing. I can't help you out. <laughs> well, let, well, let, let, let me um elucidate a couple things. I'm ambiguous, right? You're what? Ambiguous, meaning that I can date monogamously or I can date polyamorously, depending on the situation. Oh, that's me. That's, let me put that in my bio because that's gonna be <laughs> that's me. That's the girl. <laughs> You pick a side, whatever you're uh, giving, I'm, I'm throwing it back. What you, what you talking about? I'm going to match your energy. I'm going to match your energy. How loud? But for the record, I, I haven't seen anybody. Like, I, I, I have literally just Pornhub in my iCloud. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Um, so that, 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 that sounds like a low. Okay, let's get back to my high. <laughs> yeah, get back to the high. Get to the high. What is the high? See, my, bro my brothers this weekend hung out with JB. I mean, hung out with JB. F, Jeremy, um, Drea, um, Samantha. We, I got to hang out with with family um, and be around them and laugh and joke. And I've literally been in the house by myself for two and a half months and I have any kind of meaningful face-to-face -face connection. And I'm a person that's touchy-feely. Like, I hug all my niggas like, I, and, I, and women. I'm all in a respectful way, ladies. I'm all over women. I'm super affectionate. And um, did not have seen anyone or test anyone. Uh -huh. I was just like, hey, we'll get to, we'll get to that a little later. Oh, we'll get to that a little later. <laughs> 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 Bernie said, "Here we go with the foolishness about Polly." <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Is it really foolishness that, that, though? I feel like it could thrive it, with the right set of it's, people. It's, Exactly. He's just not one of those people. No. And I'm always like, that's big rubber. So you always looking at me like, what the hell are you into now? What the hell are you doing now? And and then when I came on, he's like, oh, now this nigga went 20 wives. So I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did our high low. Um, oh, my left stroke just went viral. Yeah. Oh. Viral story of the week. It's going to start with uh, the IG battles. So for those who don't know, us here at the Pioneer Kickback, we do an IG battle every week between artists, and we call it the Kickback Battle. To give you an idea of our battles and the difference between us and versus, our first battle was Prince versus Michael, J Michael Jackson. Our second battle was Jodeci versus Boyz II Men. Our third battle was Tupac versus Biggie. Mm. Then we did Beyonce versus Rihanna. Then we did T.I. versus Rick Ross. But this past Friday, we doing Fridays at 9, we took it back to the love movement. The Daisy Age. I had on my dashiki, and we did De La Soul versus the Tribe Called Quest, and it was lit. It was lit. It was so lit. By the end of the battle, I, I ain't know what's going on. The war. I'm like, all right, JB, we got four more songs. He was like, we have two. I'm like, Nigga, we are song number eighteen out of twenty. What is you talking about? <laughs> I 
was like, I ain't played yet. He's like, why didn't you play him? I was like, because we didn't get to him. And then the whole chat is like, no, no, you, you, he's right. You just didn't play him for some reason. And I was like, what the fuck? But I was so wasted. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But um, it was lit. And it's a good time. That's like our version of going to the club. Every Friday, we do our little music battle. People tune in, get drunk with us. And That's dope. I'm going to have to join. I'm going to have to join. You have to. Yeah. Have to. What's have the next to. one? What's going to be your next one? Um, Next Friday. Friday. Every Friday. No, what's the, who's going to be the people? We're still debating that. We have, what we've done the last two weeks is let the kickback is pick. And the kickback mm-hmm. is our listeners and viewers. So I'll post a poll in the Facebook group. And I'll post it on uh, Instagram and they'll vote. So last week they picked Dela Soul versus Tribe. Some people wanted Fabulous, the Fabulous and Jadakiss. And then that came in second place. And then we had um, uh, Drake and Kanye. So it's a, it's a lot of difference. We got Mariah versus. What was the Jodeci week? Jodeci boys to men. Yeah. I'm only asking because I'm trying to date back. So when I need to sue somebody for child support, I know who to go to. <laughs> okay. There are a ton of implications in that. <laughs> Y'all ain't got no disclaimer. <laughs> no. You might want to pick one up. A partner in kickback does recommend that you practice safe sex. Um, <laughs> abstinence. Oh. Low sitting napkins. <laughs> Low sitting napkins. And our personal favorite, Swallow. Oh. oh. It's going to be one of them shows. It's going to be one oh. of them shows. Well, Lord, yeah, drink, sips, drink. Right, and I've been by myself for two and a half months, and I get to look at y'all and talk shit. Oh, it's going to be a good show. Yeah. Oh, show. yeah. I might match your energy, so just be careful what you ask for. I don't ever ask for nothing I don't want. I heard you. I heard you loud and clear. All right. <laughs> mm. All right, so that's <laughs> our second Bible story of the week. Um, this is Chatty Patty's uncle, Joe Biden, who um Uncle Joe says he, he took care of it during the summers. He put his foot in his mouth this week, JB, by saying he's talking to Solomon the God of the Breakfast Club, and he was talking about um African Americans, blacks having a hard time distinguishing who they want to vote for. So he goes on to say, well, oh, you got it up? No, 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 we got it, we got it. Okay. Um, basically, if you don't, uh, if you're having a hard time distinguishing between me and Trump, then you ain't black. And right. Solomon immediately responded, came back with, and I give Solomon credit, it's not about Trump. It's about making sure you have an agenda for our people. It ain't about, you know, fuck Trump, we'll vote for you. No, what are you going to do? And um, his comments set the media, the, the, the Twitterverse, black, black Twitter on fire. Uh, I, I, I can see the steam coming out of Teddy Patty here right now. I can see the steam. Um, I'm going to throw it to you, Patty. Uh, what, you, what did you think about those comments? Okay, so I have a lot of thoughts. Hold so- on, sis. Just remember, he had the cookout with Obama. That's who brought him over to the cookout. So before well, you say Listen, that was in 2008. Since then, the cookout has been canceled. We canceled the cookout last year. Um, so there will be no cookout until we get our stuff as a community together. And then the other folks can come as they get their stuff together. Um, I think, so 
So on one hand, I think what he said is right because the Democratic Party already thinks that they have our vote. Yes. They feel like Period. they have to work for it. So all he said was what Democrats already believe. Yes. So I mm-hmm. am happy he said it mm-hmm. because it lets me know that I'm not crazy and that when we say that they think that they have it in the bag, they really do. But on the on the negative, I feel uncomfortable with it because it also lets me know that the Democratic Party didn't learn anything from the last election because this happened four years ago when Hillary was the candidate and we, well, I won't say we, but a lot of people said, hey, Hillary is not the one and nobody wanted to listen. And they went ahead and nominated her anyway and then later went back and said and admitted that there was some fraudulent activity going on when they chose her over Bernie. So, you know, it's one of those sticky situations where it's like, okay, if you vote, you're showing them that we're going to vote for them anyway, no matter what they do. And we're going to get in line and fall in line no matter what happens. If you don't vote, then we end up with four more years of Trump. So we're damned if we do, we're damned if we don't. But to a point, I feel like, you know, because everyone says, oh, well, our ancestors marched so that we could vote. Well, Voting or not voting is a statement. Whether I vote or hold my vote, it's a statement. Me holding my vote says I don't support anybody. And, you know, I do feel like at sometimes Trump is the president that this, although I don't always agree with him, he's who we deserve. He is what uh, he is what America deserves because he show he is a direct reflection of where we are truly. And although I don't agree with him, and although there are some things that he does that I, you know, I, there's not so much that I can say as a as a veteran and as a um, current member of the military. I can't fully disagree with a lot of the, a lot of what he does. But I will say he is very reflective of where we are, because we thought when we got Obama in the White House, oh, we're post racial. <laughs> post. Okay. Are we really? He is very reflective of where we are. The pendulum always swings. And if you swing too far right or if you swing too far left, you're going to swing back in the opposite direction and people are going to tell you how they really feel. So, you know, when people say, oh, we we have to vote the lesser of two evils. eh, No, we don't. We don't really if we don't want to. And holding my vote or holding your vote can be a sign of demonstration because at the end of the day we can say oh we'll vote for him and then we'll get it right later but we said the same thing about hillary when hillary was the democratic nominee not everybody agreed with her politics but the the argument was let's get her in office and then we'll argue the politics later but later never came and now we have biden and the argument is let's get him in office and we'll argue the politics later no, I say we argue the politics now. I agree with you 100 percent And that's what I think we're actually doing. Um, Berger jumped in and said, you know, we didn't ask this of Obama. So why are we asking it of Biden? You also say he agree with Patty uh so much. I think he just saying that because 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 of your haircut. I don't know, Berger. I got one. But um he, he, he says he definitely agrees with you. And uh, Jeremy does too. And Robbie, everybody agrees with you right now. Um, what I will say is this. Um I didn't used to vote. I didn't like Clinton. He wasn't the first black president to me because he said some shit about Farrakhan. So I never fucked with Bill Clinton. But I also, 
uh, I didn't vote. I voted for what's the guy? I voted for Gore because I was like, all right, let me stop voting. Let me let me you know not be the dude that don't vote because I was like voting for the lesser of two evils is still voting for evil. Mm-hmm. So I just I, I got shaky dreads down. I'm like, I ain't voting. And then in my twenties, I was like, go with Al Gore. And then that's the moment they stole the election. I was like, I told y'all, I told y'all, that's why I don't vote. And then I was like, but I'm not really, it doesn't take much for me to go to a poll. It's not the daunting of a task. First time I voted uh, for Obama, I, I stayed in line for like four hours at one place and then left there, stayed in line four hours at another place because they changed my district. But I wanted to be a part of history, so I did all that shit. My point in saying all of that is, we Trump being in office, it's not because he's racist. It's not because I don't like him. It's because he's incompetent. I told everybody last time, I'm not voting because I don't like Hillary. And they did Bernie Ross. So I'm, 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 I'm a protest vote. And I was like, that's cute and everything, right? But if Trump gets in office, like some shit going to happen. He's incompetent. So if, if a person in charge of the free world is incompetent, there's going to be some kind of catastrophe. You're fear monitoring new. You're trying to scare me. I'm like, no, if he gets in office, something's going to happen. I don't know. All of us going to die some shit. It's something is going to happen. And look what happened. And that's my issue with people voting their interests. It's like, we got to get Trump out. And it's not because he's racist. I think Biden racist. Any white people in their 70s is probably going to be racist. I'm not worried about that. What's he going to do, though? If Trump said right now, I have a black agenda, it's going to be like this, 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 but still, fuck y'all. I'll be like that. I'll take it. Give, give me the agenda. Give me the policy. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to... People are so uh, enamored with the fact that Joe Biden, he, he's Uncle Joe, he likes us. He's, I don't give a fuck if he like me. What are you going to legislate? He, he likes you now. Every- Remember, he likes you now because this, a lot of the stuff that he's voted on in the yeah. past, he don't give a fuck about us. But he likes that's us enough point. now but to be point. on this talking like you ain't black. There it right, is. but this, this is my point. I don't, I'm not caught up in feeling. I don't care if he likes us or not. What is his policy? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And people are feeling to her. Joe Biden said this. That means he doesn't. Nigga, he. I never thought he did like us. Mm-hmm. I never thought he did care. So I wasn't shocked when I saw it. it. Was like I'm offended now. I'll never vote Democrat. I didn't. I thought he was racist to begin with. But, but see, a lot of when people they were, when they like it's like a lot of people feel how you feel, but then there's the other people who are so upset because we really thought that he fucked with us because he was Obama's vice president. So you over here, Same like, damn, you. like, damn, he really fuck with us because that's Uncle Joe now. He over there, well, you know, Daddy Obama and they in the same house and everything's great. But you got to, like, really know people and their alternative motives. Like, you can have a white friend all day. They still racist. They can still be racist. Just because you have one black friend don't mean you're not racist no more. And let's, so let's unpack that, too. So, you know, back in the 80s, he actually made a presidential bid, but he was forced to drop out of the race because he plagiarized his speech. Then, you know, you move forward a little bit and he supported the crime bill that incarcerated a lot of black people, specifically black men. So when people are like, oh, Biden, 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 I'm like, eh. Biden got your daddy locked up because he was trying to feed his family. Let's be clear. I'm just saying. And then it's not even just that he supported the crime bill. It's the things that he said while he was supporting the crime bill. He was talking about, you know, lock them up and, you know, they don't, the the way that they act, the they, you know, othering people. But the other part of it is, you know, we get behind, oh, we have to vote, we have to vote. And that's why Trump is in office because we didn't vote. That's not necessarily true. 
a lot of, you know, we get black people as a whole get guilted because it's like, oh, it hangs on your decision. But the numbers show we showed up last election. We showed up the two terms for President um, Obama. We show up. But what I happened? Disagree. I, I disagree. Our numbers at Trump's election were down like 40 percent from the Obama election. 40 percent of us didn't show up. More, not, not like total, but more. Right. So there was this huge drop. So there was a drop. There was a drop because a lot of people were protesting. However, if you compare the numbers to our feminist sisters and and everyone else, we still were what hinged on Hillary winning. And if you look at the popular vote, Hillary won. Hillary won off of the black vote. She won by two point something million votes. And a lot of that was the black vote. But what um, Trump won off of was the electoral vote. So we still show up. Even if we lost a couple of numbers last election, we showed up still. But Trump won off the electoral vote. Mm -hmm. Right, But this this is the difference. If that 40% that said I'm voting my interest had shown up, it would have it affected the electoral college. So then she yes. would have won. That's why yes. black people get the blame. Now me, I say it's black men, black the black race and white women. White women dropped the ball. They dropped the fucking ball, but we did too. So I don't single out our people like it's all our fault. No, it's our fault and white women. White so women what, just I argue, what I argue is did they drop the ball? Did they drop the ball or did they vote their interest? And the only reason I say that is. They voted what their men voted. You know what I mean? They they march alongside us and put the pink vagina hats on and yeah, women's rights. But when they go home and they, they do what that white man says, they, they do what that white man says, period. And that's why I don't like the feminist movement. That's why I don't work with the feminist movement at all for yeah, that exact reason. There, I mean, there were a lot of interesting points, and I, I will only add this. Um Voting is one of those explicit decisions. It is always an explicit decision that brings forward an outcome. And I think that where we are as a people is that we are at a point where we need to either go right or left, literally, because we cannot we cannot choose to go nowhere. Choosing not to vote, in my personal opinion, frankly, is choosing to go nowhere. Because, because even if you are even if you are not voting in protest, guess what? Your very your very level of inaction proves statistically that the people that you want to change have the free will and the right to ignore you because you give them no consequences. Mm-hmm. What you do when you vote is you not only vote to hire the people you choose, you vote to fire the people that you do not choose, right? So mm-hmm. now is the time to fire Donald Trump. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all, and I'm sorry for being this rude, but no, I mean, you're fine. Don't apologize for like, it. Fuck your protest. Like, <laughs> please, like, no, like, no, I want you to fuck like, the like, protest. Like, 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 real, like, real talk. Like, like, fuck your protest. Mm-hmm. We're at a fucking raging river, and we need to get across that motherfucker safely. We got an idiot who's talking about swallowing bleach and other dumbass bullshit, and we got a racist. 70-year-old white man who we know is racist. I'm going with racist. I'm, I'm going with the nigga who's getting us across the river. Period. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what his policies are. He can say, hey, nigger, get on this boat. 
You know what? what? I mean, I'm getting on the boat. We're gonna revolt later. How about that? We're gonna revolt later. He, I mean, in all honesty, that's what he said. If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. What what is he saying? That's really what he's saying. And so my argument, because a lot of people, you know, um argued with me about me highlighting that he said that and well what are you going to do are you not going to vote it doesn't mean that i'm not going to vote but i'm going to argue that this is wrong it doesn't i mean we oh, yeah. like, well um you know nobody's outraged that trump said da 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 da, da. we're outraged at every what day trump says every day we have outrage fatigue because we're so outraged with trump but that doesn't eliminate the fact that i want to highlight that A, maybe Joe wasn't the best person to choose, but if we go with him, we need to hold his feet to the fire. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's what, one, one, you're 100% right, and I don't have anything to say against that. That is the, I think that is the, that's where we all need to be. That's where I am, I think that's where JB is, and from Eric doing this, that's, that's where she is. Mm-hmm. We have to hold Joe accountable, or, or if it's Trump, whoever, hold them accountable to what we want. Now, Joe Biden is the first president that I know of that created a black agenda. Obama didn't do it. Clinton didn't do it. Abraham Lincoln didn't do it. They weren't asked for it either, though. If you think about it, nobody was asked for a black agenda. Because, okay, so if we go back to President Obama, he was never asked for a black agenda because we didn't know we could have one. But also, nobody wanted him to be the, the black president. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, I don't really rock with that. I understand it and I get it, but like, it, that's like saying he's not really a fighter. Like you know, let him be a pussy and don't let him, don't make him do anything because you know he doesn't like to fight. He, he's not a tough guy. Nah, nigga, fight. He mm-hmm. smacked your wife. You gotta fight now. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you get your ass beat. You gotta fight now. Yeah, that's real. It's, it's no way around it. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Obama. I mean, I do like Obama. I'm not an Obama hater. I just don't really like politicians. So I don't like none of the Democrats. I don't like none of the Republicans. I don't like nobody. Um, I did like Obama a little bit, though. I keep it on it. But mm-hmm. I don't let him off the hook. So yeah. I did want a black agenda from him. I was willing to wait until his second term to do it so he didn't ruffle too many feathers. But when the second term came, he didn't do what I expected. Yeah. I, I lost love for him. Um, not all love, but just a little bit. But um, Berger was saying that he hates electoral college and he's not going to vote again until they dismantle that shit. The electoral college is bullshit. But to me, it's a matter of cutting off your nose to spite your face. We do all these things to hurt ourselves as a way to get back at somebody else. I'm not voting because they did Bernie Sanders wrong. But now you got Trump in a global pandemic and people that we all know are dying. That's what you get when you do that. So if you do it again, what else can happen? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not a thought out plan. It's just it's, it's, it's the, the kid to take his ball and go home. You didn't. I'm not going to pay a lot for this muffler. OK, they did Bernie wrong. So fucking what? What are we going to do now? And okay. you can't just not vote for Biden. You can't just take your vote and be like, I'm not going to vote. If you I'm not going to do there, anything. Right. If you sit there and you go vote, but you vote for the third party, you fucking up as well. You got to vote for somebody that's actually going to win. You can't sit there and be like, you know what? I'm going to just write in Patty today because she sounded real good on this episode. So she about to be the next president. I mean, no. y'all can write me in, though. I've got a whole <laughs> black plan. I'm ready. We're going to bring back black planet we're going yes, to okay i might have to go cheat but no let, i mean let me be your running mate because you know i'm new the mayor so i should be your running mate the mayor what new new what is you the mayor i, I was the mayor of the dmv but it changed a little bit i'll tell you about the offline holla at me in the chat later we're gonna figure it out um, so 
earlier, how do we hold Biden accountable? Because, okay, fine, we vote for him. Great. Now what? No, 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 no. We don't vote for him. This is what we do. We, we tell Joe Biden, like Diddy said, we are holding our vote hostage until we see your agenda. Now, he's presented us with a new agenda. So mm -hmm. that strategy has worked. Now we need to go through the agenda, take out what's bullshit, add shit we like, and say this is the revised agenda. Go with that one and you got our vote. But I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. Like his agenda is decent. It's not great, it's not mind blowing, but it's enough to make you be like, oh, you actually thought about this shit a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so now everybody's talking right now, instead of talking about his black agenda that he created for us, we're talking about him saying, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And nobody's talking about his agenda, whether they liked it or disliked it. Nobody's missing that. They're only talking about some shit he said to a radio personality. That's distraction. That's and what. Get his eyebrows that's, done. That's, that's, that's Hillary's emails. You know what I'm saying? Get his eyebrows done. Yeah. Um, he does. Okay. But that's what this is. This is, <laughs> this is it's email gate again. We're talking about emails. They got shit to do with shit. When everybody's mad at Hillary for the crime bill. You know who signed the crime bill? Her husband, Joe Biden, and Bernie Sanders. Hillary wasn't even in the Senate. She had nothing to do with the crime bill. But everybody hated her because these fucking Russian bots on Facebook that everybody think they pro-black or think they woke on some bullshit. They don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Hillary had nothing to do with that. But niggas turned on Hillary for something her husband and Bernie Sanders did. Mm. Bernie Sanders is the guy behind the crime bill. But they, they love Bernie. It's like people choosing their favorite um white uncle. Which, which white man do you like the most? I don't like none of them. I don't like Bernie. I don't like Biden. I don't like Trump. I don't have no favorite. None of them crackers mean nothing to me. But they, but some of these black people, they get their favorite slave master. My favorite slave master is Bernie. Oh, I love Uncle Bernie. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Fuck Bernie too. They, they ancestors with overseers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that was. That's how they was. That's what that was. I feel it's crazy. Just that. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I just got my 23 and me results back like two weeks ago. So I'm still a little I'm unpacking a lot. I feel real triggered right now. Ari, don't do me like that. <laughs> yes, I got a little bit in here. I saw that I saw the episode. You was like 20% Irish or some shit. Whoa, let me tell you something. I was not expecting that because y'all know I am Black Lives Matter now, still, no matter what the the death the ancestry says, still, right? <laughs> but I was very shocked to find out 12% and a large percentage of that is Irish. I was not expecting that. That was um uncomfortable for me. So y'all pray for me. Lift me up, take me to the prayer room, take me to the prayer, the prayer closet because I'm it's just not Sitting well in my spirit. <laughs> but you know they call Irish people the niggas of Europe. Oh. Well, that's not <laughs> <laughs> one in the same, one in the same. Still nigga. <laughs> JC said still nigga. All right. Still nigga. Hey JB, help us out right here and get us to this next topic. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> what the fuck story of the week. Uh, um, we're doing the door yeah, our what the fuck the story of the week. What the fuck? Uh, this is this is a crazy one, y'all. Absolutely crazy. Um, I can't even believe that they think that this is okay. But at any rate, 
Georgia has started this, quote, scientific study, this, quote, statistical drive, whereby they are going to start knocking on individual people's doors and collecting blood samples for them to conduct what they're saying is an antibody test for COVID-19 to better understand the exposure rate of the illness statistically. This shit stinks like rotten fish to me. Like, fuck out of here. So, so, uh, number one, kickbackers. Number one, ladies. Where the fuck do you think they're going first to quote collect these? This blood for the straight to the hood. Straight to the hood. They're gonna want that. That's free testing. Yeah, Fulton County and DeKalb County. Mm -hmm. Bing, Bing. Absolutely right. Where is (laughs) <laughs> Where's Decatur at? Where's Decatur at? Decatur probably the shit. The shit. I don't know. Decatur's way over there. So no, when you guys Decatur. said we were talking about when you guys said we were talking about that, I read the article. And it says that you're technically you're volunteering to do it, but they're just coming to your door. Maybe it's because they don't you won't see the flyer because you're quarantined. So they just want to make sure that people know that they can just volunteer oh. to do something like that. But your kids gotta oh. do it too. It's not just you. If if your kids are in the house, your kids are going to do it as well. It's not just one person. They need the whole house. And see, that's yeah. where I I try not to be on my conspiracy shit. Why did I? Why why are they doing that? Like it, I want to know just, the same thing, but what they don't? Something don't add up quite right. It 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 doesn't add up at all. And um, we also have to recall that um, I hate to say it, twenty three and me is actually one of those sort of ancestry businesses that um, worked out a deal with the federal government. Where, no, sorry, no. Yeah, it, it was 23andMe, whereby they will be providing their DNA information to the federal government as well. Yeah. Um, so why, why I haven't done it. Um, and yeah, so you, you want record now, Patty. Well, well I mean, she's in the military I'm, I'm anyway. Anyway, because exactly. I'm in the military, so let me exactly. go through the crime. They gonna be right at my doorstep. But um, what I will say is, and this is again a catch twenty two because as a black person, but I'm also a civil servant and I'm in the military. I always have these things in the back of my mind. I was raised up on the Tuskegee experiment. I knew what that was. And so whenever they're like, oh, we have to give you these immunizations and it's mandatory or we're going to put you out the Air Force. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. So when it's stuff like that, I always feel for my people because I always have this reluctance. Like I know what the government does. And it goes even beyond the Tuskegee experiment. They gave children in foster homes. Um, it was a part of the Quaker meal study. They gave them radioactive oatmeal. And we're talking about babies. They did experiments on pregnant mothers with um, x-rays and stuff like that before we knew what, you know, x what the causes of x-rays were. So, you know, our government is, although I'm a servant of the government, it's like, I don't trust it either. And anytime anyone asks me offline what I think about a particular study, I'm like, listen, don't do nothing until you can find out what the receipts are. If you like when um, what was it, the HPV vaccine came out and people were asking me what I thought about it. 
I was like, nope, don't do it until you hear one of those commercials that says, if you've ever taken the HPV, da 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 da, blah 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 blah, call Johnson and Johnson or Michael and Michael or whatever. No, don't do anything until you know what the results are. Get that first wave of results before you take the vaccine or before you, you know, participate in the study because they love testing on us. And they mm-hmm. come to the minority communities first. When they tested birth control, where do they go? Puerto Rico. Do you know how many, you know, women of color they sterilized testing birth control? And they did that before they made it mainstream for white women and everyone else. They tested on people of color first. And that that is the history. When we talk about um, slavery. No slavery, the history of gynecology, a black woman with no med- no medication on the table like oh it's cool because she don't feel pain black women don't feel pain and they still feel like that today you go to the hospital and give birth mm-hmm. oh you're cool don't we they don't listen to what we say oh no you're gonna be okay yeah no, it, it's fine you, you'll be fine and i, hate well, I told you y'all, but they they feel like we don't feel pain we don't feel anything so they tested on our communities first so if anybody's listening to us if they come knock on your door open it hi Close it like it's a Jehovah's Witness. I'm sorry. Next. Hello. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that because, well, number one, uh, forgive me for geeking out, but number one, um, <clears throat> there is no indication or guarantee whatsoever that these tests that are being taken are going to be protected federally by the Health Information Protection Act of America. Mm-hmm. So while if you get tested for COVID and an antibody test, through your physician, like I did, that is privileged information. I have to be suspected of a federal crime before the government has access to that information. This shit has no regulations on it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. They can turn around and take your DNA and your kid's DNA and give it to the police. They they could build a, a, a database somewhere where they're just ready to lock up niggas whenever they feel like it and oh shit now they got your dna i feel like isn't that's what's the lady what's the lady where they took her sales at john hopkins and they made and oprah made the film on it um henrietta Henrietta yes her i feel like it's the same thing like let's take this dna let's go test it in the lab and see what happens when we put this little antivirus shit in it and let's figure out what happens with it. I feel like that's what some shit is going to happen because as much as I want to believe that there's a COVID outside and I know that there's some type of pandemic and there's some type of virus like remember a couple episodes ago Patty we said I was like oh so how hot it's got to be for the virus to you know die and we'd be good again he was like oh no CDC said the virus can live in heat. How the fuck you know that because I I thought you were supposed to sterilize equipment at a certain temperature and then we was good we was going to be virus free. So how the fuck this one going to survive through it? Well, because their their um, idea was if it's surviving in warm climates, like in places like the continent of Africa, then summer, you know, people think summer comes here and it'll, you know, burn out or somehow sterilize the... That's not how it works. They real fishy. So this whole, let me come to your house and get your DNA. The myth behind that is that Um, For example, the influenza virus and other COVID types of viruses, such as, for example, the common cold. Yes, the common cold is a type of coronavirus. Mm -hmm. But um, at any rate, those viruses are not as airbornely 
uh, I'm sorry, airborne and uh, communicable during warm temperatures because they cannot survive. The droplets in the air evaporate too fast and thus the virus is not as communicable in warmer temperatures as it is in cooler temperatures. That works for the common cold, which is why statistically motherfuckers in Africa and in warmer climates don't get shit like the common cold and influenza like we do here in our northern climates. However, COVID-19 is different. It just, like, it is what it is. Like, it was all over, it's all over Africa. It's all over Australia. It's all over Southern China. It's all over the, the you know, the Pacific Islands, Korea, Taiwan, Indonesia, mm-hmm. India. This virus is something different. So let me, let me speak out of turn, y'all, but when it comes to our CDC, and I know that they're supposed to be the end-all be-all on what we do, but let me be clear when I say they do not know. And the reason I can say that they do not know is because the team that I'm on right now regarding um, COVID-19, it's a pandemic response team. And everything we do changes weekly. Everything that they say we're supposed to do, the guidance, the guidelines, and it's not just what goes out to the rest of Americans. It's what we're doing as a military. One right. minute, it's, you got to wear your mask. One minute, it's, you got to wear gloves. You got to do this. You got to do that. The next week, it's, oh, well, that didn't seem to work or that does it doesn't seem to be on services as long as we thought it was or it's not transmitted like this. Y'all, if the military don't know, and we're following CDC guidance. I'm telling you, the CDC don't know. Excellent point. And I'm glad you shared that. And I'm glad you shared that with your, your particular credentials because that's some good shit. Hope y'all are listening to that. We don't know. Um, I'll tell, tell you this really quickly because we got to move on. But I'm taking 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day. I'm taking vitamin D3. I'm drinking tea. I am um, uh, lemon, lime in my tea. Uh, orange, citrus. Uh, That's why his voice sounds like that, y'all. It's that citrus. <laughs> it makes your it drops your your base a little. It drops oh. your base like two two tones lower. You gotta take that citrus. Oh, oh. he got that rig off. Do it for me, no. Hey, you know, for those that don't know, I used to rap, and I remember whenever I meet anybody in Atlanta, and I was playing on my music before I retired. They're like, you sound like Rick Ross. I'm like, I've been rapping for 15 years before Rick Ross had a record deal, so I don't sound like him. But yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> sound good to me. Uh, we gotta thank you for your service. Thanks. You gotta, um, you guys understand what it's doing to people mentally. I do. I had heard stories where it's driving people crazy. They're hallucinating and they're freaking out. One dude was punching walls in his house losing it. So there is a mental aspect to mm-hmm. a mental component yes. to the gas. Um, I don't know if that's being put out there a lot, but we're going to put it out there. You guys can do your own research. Um, well, yeah, and, and just to tag on to that new though, um, look at look at domestic violence and, and domestic abuse numbers um, because they are on the rise significantly right now. I think that's mainly due to the quarantine. Niggas is in the house this, this mad. Yeah, it's, it's um, taking it out of course the wrong yeah, way. Um, you know, um, separation and divorce rates are going to rise. They're suspecting because a lot of these domestic violence cases, like you said, are due to quarantine situations where people have been isolated together. Um, so you know, 
if you're feeling some type of way, and I just got to say this new, cause it's important. You know, if you're frustrated or depressed, if you're having trouble getting out of bed and, pl- and, and plugging your laptop and going to work, if you feel overly frustrated at your spouse or the people that you are isolated with, there are institutions, there are organizations out there who do provide help. They provide it free of charge right now. Most major medical programs are offering behavioral telemedicine right now, free of charge in addition. So I just want to say that there is help out there. If you're going through something, number one, you're not alone. And number two, there is help available for for you. And if you need help and guidance with that, get at us and we will provide it because that's something that I am very, very well informed of. Absolutely. And it's also the Fuck Depression group on Facebook that I created a few years back, F-U-K Depression. And we're there for you. And all of our, uh, I don't want to say our depressed people, but all of our fighters, um, you know, we there. I tag that, tag that in the comments. Tag that in the comments so we can. I'll tag it in the comments. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The last checkup I did on there was about two days ago. So we check in with each other pretty often, uh, tracks to. Um, I want to go through the next couple kind of quick because that door to door one, it was a doozy. I didn't think that was going to be the one that got us talking, but it, you know, it did. Um, our Donald Don't Be Dumb Award, really, really quickly, we're going to give it to Governor Kemp of Georgia. Um, they fuzz the numbers, so they do daily statistics of the, the new outbreaks, a new, you call it outbreak? New infections? Yeah. New okay. infections, right. And so they, they switched the dates out so that it looked like they went by the number of infections. So mm-hmm. it was 100 this day, 90 this day, 80 this day. They did that irregardless of the date. So the date for the 100 could be May 1st. The date for 90 could be April 1st. The date for 70 could be April 13th. So it, 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 make, it paints a picture that the deaths or the infection rates are going down when all actuality, the dates are all out of order. And we know what the fuck you were trying to do. So don't be dumb. Donald Trump, and this award is named after Donald Trump. So it used to be called, it was the first called the Kanye West Shut Up Stupid Award. Well, Then it was called the Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award. And now it's called the Donald Don't Be Dumb Award. Um, shout out to Tabi more niggas for that don't be dumb movement. Don't be a dummy. Um, so that first goes to Governor Kemp. I don't know if we need to, any any thoughts on that. I don't think I don't think we need any thoughts on that. I, I feel like it is what it is. You, you heard what he did. Keep it moving. You know what he was trying to do. Keep it moving. Yeah. John John K. Stahl um, rose to prominence this week. Uh, he was um, he had a, a senatorial run back in 2012. Other than that, he's been like a Westland boy that's out here talking shit. But he kept a little bit of prominence this week because Donald Trump retweeted about six of his tweets. And um, he also tweeted amongst that collection that uh, so with Joe Biden putting his foot in his mouth, he's going to have to go and pick Shamu to be his vice president to make up for it. Shamu is supposed to be the lovely Stacey Abrams out George's own. Um, I'm really getting tired of niggas thinking they can just, not niggas, but people thinking they can say whatever the fuck they want about black women and just, just call, them, call them ugly and talk about their hair. All that shit about to stop. We, me and JB been banging on y'all for years and we ain't gonna stop. So John K. Starr, fuck you, your mother, your girlfriend, and your mistress, and your boyfriend. We're not having it. You're not gonna be talking about black women like that. Not my Stacey. Real talk. Not my Stacey. Real talk. Real talk. Yeah, I mean, 
Please do because I like that black men is taking up for black women right now. So I'm gonna say yeah. that. We he uh, he he dropped he drops into my list, and the way I and the way I describe this list, it changes for me. But it's when I see that motherfucker. It's my when I see that motherfucker list. When if I see that motherfucker on the street, there will be no conversation, no discussion, no warning. The beatdown will start and then the beatdown will finish. It, it, like, like that, that's that's what it is. And this list now includes Donald J. Trump, <laughs> fucking John Stahl, and a couple of other people. Love but, to see it. Love right, to like, hear it. Fuck you. Like fuck, like fuck you, nigga. And and I use that word pejoratively intentionally. Like mm -hmm. I don't mean black or white. I mean, nigga, I'm gonna fuck you up. Cause that's some fucked up shit you just said. That's some bamish shit. We're not tolerating that shit. Words pejoratively. Why you always be pejoratively using words and shit? I like that word. Come on, David, you got it. I don't know the fuck that word means. This motherfucking Harvard graduate always got some fucking word. What does it mean? This is the gangster geek word of the week. What the fuck is pejoratively, JB? Um. Well, pejorative <laughs> is when. When you use a word intentionally to make a negative comment about somebody, so in my using the word "nigga" there, I'm I'm saying that he is the worst of people, um, and so that's what I mean by using the word pejoratively. Thank you for the lesson, because I would have just sat here too, like, okay, it sounds good. Yeah, they always pejoratively doing shit. <laughs> Oh, 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 hey, said, stop banging the table, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I be getting, I be getting a little pissed off. I, I can't, I can't help it. This type of shit makes me angry. And, and thank you for posting the fuck depression uh, uh, tag in there, Patty. Um, let's move on. Let's, let's get some people their flowers. We're going to our Nipsey Hustle Award, formerly our Grind and Shine Award, but once the brother Nipsey passed last year. He changed it to commemorate him, one of my favorite rappers of all time. Um, so the Nipsey Hustle Award this week goes to a couple people. One is a rapper. One is Quavo from the Migos. And this was the biggest, best surprise I saw on my timeline this week. I'm just scrolling, just seeing everybody talk about graduation and all this fun shit. And I see a picture of Quavo, multi-millionaire rapper Quavo, who completed his high school GED. Get into it, baby. And Get into it. Love to see it. Like, it, it just says a lot about him that he did it, man. Because once, you make, you know, once you make a million dollars, what's the point? A high school diploma ain't going to get you no more money. But I'm sure it was like his grandmother, his mother, maybe his girl said, baby, just get it. Just do it. Or maybe it was just deep in him. Something he always wanted to go back and do. I don't care why he did it. I just feel damn proud that he did it. And I know the high school diploma ain't the biggest thing in the world, but man, fuck that. He put in the effort to get it done. And I, I, I salute him. Salute you, young fella. So it's not the biggest thing in the world, but I feel like it's pretty big because not having your high school diploma stops you in a lot of ways. That's, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it really does. Like, there's a lot of things you can't even apply for if you don't have that. So... I'm glad he got it. I think you need to do that. What if you need to do something, whether it be your GED or your high school diploma, you need to go get something. So this is the difference between 
a humble brag and an unnecessary brag. So Ari and I talked about this maybe two or three weeks ago where a homeboy, and, and let me let me preface this by saying, I found out about Quavo and his um, high school diploma negatively. Mm. I found out about it because there were women that I follow who were roasting him. Oh, he's 29 and he's just now getting his diploma. Oh my gosh, where in what world is that a, you know, a kudos, right? And I said, hold on, wait a minute. The only reason y'all are saying that is because you perceive him as hood. That's number mm -hmm. one. Number two, let's not forget, or let's recall, because a lot of people don't know this, but our queen bee, Beyonce, got a GED, at 30. So let's not not Quavo for getting his high school diploma at 29 when we're always celebrating Beyonce who got a GED at 30. And that's no shade to my baby Beyonce, but that's just to say sometimes it's respectability politics. We lower somebody because they speak with a certain vernacular, they dress a certain way, or they carry themselves a certain way, and then we big up somebody else because we respect them more. So that's number one. Number two, a couple of weeks ago, there was a gentleman who went to some law school and he was bragging, but his brag was at the expense of the black women that I assume wouldn't date him. He was talking about how he was the prize and all these black women, you know, need to, you know, fall in line kind of because, you know, um, he now has a degree the master's degree and he's, you know, a law student or whatever. And he was equating his law degree with his value and his worth romantically. And my, my point, my only point is that in that was yes, getting your law degree was amazing, but that has nothing to do with, cause he, he, you know, downed men who had kids, you know, you got baby mama drama and blah, 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 blah. Listen, I actually value a man who has a baby mama and baby mama drama and still went and got a law degree. Cause that means to me, you can put things into perspective and you can prioritize. If you have no kids, it's very easy to not, I'm not going to say very easy, but it's easier to go and get a law degree. Absolutely. Like he, he found a whole group of people. He, he found a couple of groups of people to uplift himself. And then he went and failed the bar. Meanwhile, Quavo is a millionaire, didn't need any kind of degree to do it, and went back to high school just to get a diploma. That's a different type of brag. So I'm uplifting Quavo, and I'm uplifting any man who's out here doing things to better himself for himself and not because he needs to shit on everybody else. And the same thing for the women in our community as well. Boom. Yeah, he was just sitting there with a smile on his face. It's happy to have done it. I applaud. It made my soul feel good. And I, I um, you know, some, yeah, I think more people are support of him than are against it. I mean, like, what's to be against, man? Like, chill out. Um, our second award, JB, um, goes to your mentor, Magic Johnson, who, um, Magic Johnson educated JB on safe sex his entire life. So, um, that, that's somebody he's always followed. Um, Daddy figure, that might like be, it, love that it. Might be a bad uh, example. That might be a bad Jesus example. Christ, what? Um, what what this, guy. <laughs> this guy, go ahead, new. All right, so Magic um, uh, is offering 100 million dollars to small businesses 
in minority-owned businesses in America to kind of help build them out from this economic recession we're in due to COVID-19. And he's offering up $100 million. I don't think it's all coming out of his pocket, but he has created the trust where the money is now there and he can just give it out. So I'm going to say, Maddie, thank you. I probably may kick back and use some of that money. We can get some more mugs and, and pay for more abortions. So just at least we're going to apply and see what we got to do. What you guys think about Magic offering up $100 million to minority businesses during this time? Well, I thought it was a great idea until you said you was going to use yours to pay for the abortions. No, I didn't say abortions. I said a portion. Oh, oh, a portion. A portion of what? I don't know. I was. You're breaking up again. Can you hear me now? You can, no, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? No, I can't hear you. No. A portion. <laughs> a portion of abortions. All that. So I think no. that's a beautiful. I think that's a beautiful thing because a lot of um, businesses, especially small businesses, are suffering right now. And we complain that people who have money who comment on our communities don't give back to our communities. And here's a man who is giving back. So there's nothing you can do but love that. Yeah. Um, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I want to, um, do you guys have any, any comments about the Magic Johnson giving back? Anything you want to add? I just think it was a good idea. Wavo. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's yeah. move on. We'll get to our sex and relationship portion of the show. Um, I've been waiting all night for this. I, wait, I, I know. Wait, before we get into that, because what, what was the last section? What was the last section called? I just want to make sure. Nipsey Hustle Award. Oh, okay. Do we have anything that's an award for dumbasses? We already did that. Yeah, the, the, the Donald Don't Be Dumb Award. Okay, can we and add this to the Donald Dump, Don't Be Dumb Award? Who our our uh, sis, I'm sorry I have to do this, but Doja Cat. What'd she do? What'd she do? So, Apparently, okay, so back, back, back in the day, she used the F word in a derogatory manner. Now, I can't speak to this because she claimed to be a part of the LGBTQIA family. So I don't know what level of, you know, acceptance there is for using that word. However, she's- Oh, on... fake. She said fake. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I thought you meant F word as in fuck. I was just saying, you know no, saying? No. I said that 20 times already. No. Okay. So, but they found her on- 4chan streams that are filled with racist white men who are into um, a certain type of play that I would say falls along the lines of BDSM, but it's like a racism play where she talks about black people disparagingly and those receipts have surfaced on social media. And some other things where she was talking about how she's thankful for being light-skinned and wouldn't it be great to be white? Wouldn't life be uh, so much better? And listen, oh I just came around because when I first heard of her, I heard about the Moose song and I was like, who the fuck is this with a Moose song talking about cows? I Listen, I was not a fan, but then she did other things and I was like, oh, okay, I like her. Then, you know, this whole, she, she made the billboard charts and there was some beef between her and the other girls and Lana Del Rey and some of 
her white fans were like, oh, if you're going to talk about our white queen, Lana, here are the receipts on you, sis. And she's just not looking real good out here in these streets. So, you know, she's on the sick and shut in lift. I don't know if she can recover from this, but we're going to send some prayers up for her and give her this dummy award for this week. Yeah, I'm going to take her off my spank bank. Listen, she's on somebody's spank bank. It might not be, be black men, but. She was on mine. I'm taking her off now. I wish I could take back all those nuts. Let's really get into it. Let's please let's get into it because what is really going on in this quarantine life of yours, new? What is. Baby, please nothing. go That's see somebody. Problem. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Nothing's going on. I'm sitting here by my. I, I haven't had interaction. With the exception of seeing JB and the fellas yesterday mm. and starting at the office last week, I haven't had any interaction with a human. I haven't really touched another human. Like, like it's it's crazy. Look, whoever, I, 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 whoever is watching this and you mess with New on a sad because I'm in Virginia now, um, look, <laughs> send, me the, send me your quarantine questions. I'm going to make sure you're straight. And slide over to my man's house tonight because something is going on. He needs some interaction. Touch him or something. I he ain't do. the only one, I though. Do. He ain't the only go one. To my, go to my homeboy, JB, too. And we're going to have to get it right. Because y'all yeah, are yeah. a drought. Y'all real future out here thought it was a drought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, questions oh. are going to be key, though. Like, the answers to those questions are the reason why. What is your, what is your temperature? Where have you been I, in the last look, 24 hours? Right. Yeah, right. I got I'm you. I'm going to send you the list. I'm calling people like, hey, what's up? What you doing? Where you at? I'm at the mall. The mall? What the, the fuck are you doing at the mall? Okay, call me. You know, that was Monday. Maybe she's tripping. Hey, this second back with you today. What you doing? Not out here in these streets. You in the streets? Where you at? I'm, I'm, at, I'm at this festival. Bitch, we're in lockdown. It's called 10. Why are you up? You know what? Where my doja cat video? What my, my lotion? What my lotion and my dozy cat video? I'm not doing this for y'all. No, I'm not, I'm not even. Listen, I'm not worried about Corona at y'all malls. I'm worried about getting shot because I went to visit y'all malls like two, three months ago. Well, whenever Corona was not outside, I dropped by Atlanta and went to the to Lenox Mall. And a couple hours after I left the mall, there was a shootout in the parking lot. I'm not worried about Corona. I'm worried about the gaps. Okay, I have a real question for you. I have a real, real question for you. Because I'm listening to your story. I'm like, yeah, niggas shooting. I know she get crazy and Corona and all that shit. But like the most important part of it, I'm like, oh shit. Like, this is really real. You were in Atlanta two, three months ago and didn't let us know? Right. I know, right. y'all. And I feel so guilty because I knew I was going to talk about it tonight, but it was an in and out. I was there. I was out. But when I... I perfected the in and out. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, in and out doesn't sound like an issue at all. <laughs> arguing about portions and abortions right now. <laughs> you right, sis, because he, he tried to throw that one in there. Mm -mm. You ain't perfected. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ask Puerto Rico for the birth control because you ain't perfect that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Baby, you ain't perfect that. Hold on. Let's see what comments we have. Um, um, 
Moving on. Right Moving on. So y'all be in the streets. Burgers are eating out in the streets. So, uh, Chatty Patty, let's get into our relationship sex talk. Um, do you want to introduce uh, our topics here and kind of put it together for everybody? Um. Well, I don't know how to introduce it, but I will say since Corona has been outside acting like a little biatch, oh. a lot of us have not had any hands-on physical touch. And I was telling my homegirl, Ari, because, you know, Ari is like, listen, she's very physical. And, mm. and I've, been, I've been telling her, but I'm cool with it. I had a little action and I'd be good. And Ari ain't know nothing about that life. So I said, sis, you just got to get you a little bob. She was like, what's a bob? I said, little bob, you know, little battery operated boyfriend. I'm going to send you some batteries and you're going to be good. So I think she ordered something. I don't know if it has arrived yet, but it left. Oh, no, it's here. Is, did you? We're going to ask that in a minute. So I always wondered, do men feel intimidated by battery operated boyfriends? A little Bob, mm. a little vibrator, a little yin, yin, yin around the house. Mm. And if so, why? Because I those things should be incorporated in the bedroom because they're it's fun to me by myself. And if I were with someone and played with those things, I think it would be hella, hella fun. So, so what I got to do when I, we're going to play with it together? With the girl? Y'all answer the question first because we're going to have to get to me to know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to. Girl, it's fun. I, anyway. If you if you with me, we're going to play with it together. Uh, but, but to answer the overall question, um, I don't have an issue with toys. I'm into... I'm into a few different kinks and shit, so I have a, a slightly different perspective than most men. But um, I love a, whatever makes you feel. I, I do it this way, and I've said it a big times, but I haven't said it to y'all, so I'm gonna say it now. But a hundred, all the kickbackers gonna be like, he's gonna say it again. I gotta say it again because they don't know. Um, I have an orgasm fetish, meaning I get off on a woman's orgasm. Like when I watch porn, I only watch orgasm porn. If the woman doesn't come, I can't come. So I like watching amateur. My favorite category is Ebony Amateur Orgasm because that's mm. what get me right. So if a woman has a toy that does something for her, let me, let me change it up for this. So if a woman has a toy. Oh, come on, baby. Talk to me. What are we talking about now? What are we saying? <laughs> if he do if that toy, that that toy brings her to a certain level of pleasure, a certain level of ecstasy, and then I can contribute to that. So we're working together as a team. A team? I look at the toy. Yeah, team. I look at the toys like my Scotty Pippen. I know I'm Michael Jordan, oh. so I'm not worried about the toy being in the bedroom. That's my Scotty Pippen. Sometimes mm. he got to play defense while I drop these buckets. When Ooh. I take it to the hole, he got to dribble the ball. You know what I'm saying? So uh -huh. that's how I look at it. So I'm that's not really worried it? about it. <laughs> I need to see what he was talking about, sis. I need to see what he was saying. Now, now I will say this. If it's something that she wants to go inside, I don't that that's where it would be like well i'm kind of here but if we're doing double penetration then i could be like okay you know she wants that and i'll be cool with that but if the only way i would feel away i think is if it's like she wanted to spend more time with like maybe the deal though or something like something internally then i'll be like well damn nigga. but other than that bring, let's bring all that shit up. i'll go get my box right now with all my shit in it you know what i'm saying and show you the, the toys that i bring to the table so like that's and this is a podcast. We do politics, music, sex, sports. We talk about it all. And we just did Jay's podcast last night where it was asking a guy about sex. 
and me and JB were the guys that you asked about sex. So we just had women asking us a bunch of questions. And we right. did that last night off off the late night. You know what I'm saying? Did so you yeah, my voice on. I, I had to. I had to. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I will say is this. I like a little zzz zzz around the way. Okay. I that's I love it. It's great. Now, if you incorporate that while you're getting some penetration, and I'm saying this for Ari, because Ari was like, well, how you want to do that? I literally, I had to hit my homegirl who was a pure romance consultant, so shout out to her. And I said, so what is this? Let me go try it. And I bought tongue tie. And um, let's just say a bitch has been living her best life. Okay. That's 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 the one that sucks. No, no, no. no. no I know that's the one who just about. sit it right there. Just sit it mm. No, I've not ordered, listen, I've not ordered the, the suction one because I've read the reviews. There's chick chicks falling out the bed, getting cramps. That's what I need. That's what I, I need. need. But look, that's not the proper name. It's not called the suction one. No, 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 it's no. called the new. No, 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 no. It's called the new. They call that the new. Do they? Why they call it the new? Talk to me, baby. Why they call it the new? I, I, I will show you, but all the fellas that's watching are like, no, stop. We're tired of your shit. <laughs> Change your voice. I'm so not tired of it. it. So forget, fuck them niggas. I'm not tired of it. What we say? Why they call it the new? <laughs> hey, all, 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 all the fellas look away. All the fellas look at something else. Why they it's call it the new? Or 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 what they talking about, baby? What they listen, we gonna, listen, save that for the episode. <laughs> what Ooh. I will say is, fellas. There is nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. wrong with your length, with your stroke, nothing like that. If a woman wants to incorporate a toy, there's nothing like that going on. Feel confident in what you have. All I'm saying is a little zzz on the clip will take you over that edge. Baby, because tongue-tied takes me over. It's good for you and it's good for her because what you're feeling is that suction that when she tightens up and what she's feeling is a bunch of different releases. It's it's because women have different types of orgasm. We have clitoral orgasms. We have G spot orgasms. Talk about it. And you know, you know uh, yeah, what I'm they're, is they're all fabulous. All of them. All of them. Are, all of them are great. Women, women have amazing anal orgasms. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. The, I can't speak to that. I can't either. I don't know. Yeah, all of them, all of them are great. I've been I've been known to I've been known to buy special ladies toys. Like going toy shopping with your special with your special lady is a lot of fun. Come yeah. on, Mr. Gray. What's yeah. you doing, Mr. Gray? Tell them about the Tokyo Valentino going go to them stores. Let them know, JB. <laughs> yeah, man. Way. Yeah, man. Going going shopping for a toy. That's that's a lot of fun. You get to try it out later. Listen, ladies, don't sleep on the nerds. I'm gonna let you know. We can get into you know stats like what's the what's the RPM on that motherfucker? Listen, that's how your man ties a bow tie or um their their tie, their necktie. That'll tell you a lot about your man. I'm just saying. But anyway, go ahead, JB. I know, I know several different knots for a out. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's have it. Let's have it. Yeah, I, we did a video. Um, I posted a video from a clip of um, my personal fantasy that I've never done. I, people have done it. A lot of people have done it. On my list, number one, as of right now, is going out to dinner and using the wireless remote control panties where you can have on your app on your phone and be zinging all night. That's number one on my list, right? So I found a video of a chick 
not that I knew, but a chick that I follow on social media, they did it. And I spliced it into a 60 second clip. And I was like, this will be my next fucking date. And I posted it. Me posting that has 120,000 views right now. So I obviously people like that idea too. And that is when I go, the next time I go to uh, Tokyo Valentino, the number one thing on my list is the vibrating panties that I can control with my iPhone. And I'm going to see, that's not going to be good for me because after the first thing you do, we go into the bathroom. I don't give a who the fuck is in there. We about to get this shit popping. I'm not about to sit there all night okay. and let you play with me like okay. that. Fuck out of here. No, I, 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 get I, I, actually, actually, I don't have a problem with going to the bathroom. But Thank you're you. not in control. Thank you. You're not the one that's in control, though. I'm in control. Who I? So you would. Who you would, I? Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me fix it. Let me fix it. Baby, welcome to the world of Aerie. I'm always in control. You will do what the fuck I say. You heard what I said. And I and I and I, and I will let you. I will let you come when I'm ready for you to come. Mm. Oh. So let me. You the first. The first slide. We get the fuck up out this table and let's go. Let me. Let me run this by. My boo is watching. I'm gonna let him know. Don't try that shit with me, cause it is not gonna be sexy. I'm gonna kick all this shit over. <laughs> fuck this dinner. The fuck about what this dinner? Nigga? That, that, that this table going flying. Table. The water. The whole setup. Don't do that shit with me. Send the chat. Send the fucking chat, cause he playing about do the wrong it, shit. Do it. Do it. Send the chat. Do it. It sounds right. like a hell of a night. It all sounds like a lot of fun. We can kick about this bitch. We can kick the goddamn table over. That just means we need a private dining setting. Hello. I'm okay with that. I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, teasing is, is fun, right? I really, really enjoy it. But tease, you don't know that it's working until you get hit. Until you get hit. Until you get up. Uh, you go, oh, yeah, I got her now. I got her now. Cause she can't take it no more. Now she's trying to fight you and shit. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got you. Not a bad thing. Bob, well, I'm getting hot, Bob. Thing. You see the shoulder coming out the shirt? Let me pull up. Uh oh. Yeah, let, 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 let me see the shoulder. Let me see the shoulder. You want to see the? Oh. Yep. Just a little. Right there. Oh. Oh. Um. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, Patty, uh, what else we got? Did we? Did JB answer the question about toys? We figured that out. We all into it. No issues. No issues uh, here. I think my girl frozen. Oh, uh, okay. Well, she, she'll, she'll be back in a second. Um, she, she probably stopped to talk to her boo. Like, boo, I want you, I do want you to do that. I say, hey, don't do it, but I do want it. <laughs> yeah, she'll definitely be back. Hey, I think the next part, the next thing she wanted to talk about um, was, do you think single mothers get a bad rep when it comes to relationships? Do like men value the single mother? Stemming from the whole Russell, Sierra, Future scandal this week where it was baby Future's birthday and Russell came out swinging, of course, with his daddy of the year post and he called himself little Future's daddy. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at Patty said, we got a computer too hot. The computer got so hot. Don't get from your phone and stop playing, girl, come back. So she's trying, she trying to come back. But the computer overloaded. So okay. maybe she'll come back with her phone. We'll, we'll see what happens. But um, go ahead and finish. So, you know, future uh, Russell Wilson, uh, here she come. Here she, here she come. come. All right, sis, I kind of teed him up. I said, you know, Russell this year, well, this week he was playing daddy of the year, per usual. And he mentioned, you know, he was little future's daddy in his post. 
So are single mothers valued in this dating game? Like, is it taboo to date a single mom and step in and play the role? What are we talking about? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna let you go first, JB. Um, single mothers are definitely not devalued from my perspective. Honestly, I don't, I don't even, I don't even understand where that comes from. Speaking as a single father, how the fuck would I possibly devalue single mothers? You know what I'm saying? That that's a part of what's going <laughs> on in 2020 right now. Like if you're, if you're looking at single mothers, any kind of way, yeah, I, I mean, I, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because <laughs> cool, you're on cool. the same wavelength that I'm. My computer melted. That's not okay. You know? Like, like that doesn't even make any sense. Like niggas need to. I, I think all of us need to let go of that kind of bullshit. Because being a sing, single parent is just being like normal right now in 2020. So I don't understand that because I love single moms. Like they're. There, yeah, that's right in my lane, like right where I want to be. Yeah. I didn't really un understand the question of it. Like, maybe this is for young guys, right? Um, because I looked at the question, I was like, "Nigga, I'm a motherfucker." <laughs> Literally, I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a motherfucker. I'm a motherfucker. So I didn't even get it. Um, most of the women I date are single mothers. Um. Some of them are married, but some of them are single mothers. Um, we'll get into that later because righteous ratchet, you know, whatever. But um, the boat, I don't really want to come across women who are single and don't have kids. Not in my age range. I'm 44. So I don't really like, unless I'm trying to date a 20 something, which I've been known to do. Um, but um, other Did than you that, be known like, to 20 something? Is that, that's okay with you? It, it was in the past. Oh, okay. They 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 so adventurous. Mm -hmm. Um, but now I think you gotta be at least like thirty-ish, thirty at least as old as Jesus, I think. You ain't gonna be thirty-three. You about thirty-three, I, I might give you a shot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm okay. going much bigger than that. Why are you All laughing, right. JB? <laughs> All right. Why are you laughing? Hold on, hold on. How old are you? I'll be twenty nine in July. Ooh, I like that voice though. I always get in trouble, JB, with these goddamn twenty-somethings. So yeah, you gonna change the standard for me? You gonna you gonna change your criteria for me or what? I think we might need to lower that threshold. Just saying. Big Big Robert said I need to lower the threshold, so that that that's my counsel. So we'll figure it out. Um. So anyway, we have single mothers of rock stars. Um, we made Patty computer too hot. Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> said, "Why does she say that like that?" All right, or you need to uh, change your tone because you're getting the fellas all hot and bothered. My fault. My fault. My fault. Wait, my fault. can can we go I, back no. real quick? Go back to. Can we double back because he says single mothers of rock stars, and I want to challenge that because. I keep seeing one single mother who I think is a rock star get a lot of shit. And oh. I don't understand Ooh. it. My baby Sierra. Ooh. Sierra gets she's so much stuff. Well, well, not anymore. She's, she's not a single. She, listen, she's not a single mother anymore. However, a lot of 
there are a group of men who dislike that Russell chose her because they they view her as a single mother and as used goods because she used to date Future and she used to date Bow Wow and she used to date 50 Cent. And mind you, the men that she's dated, that we've known that she's dated publicly, I think it may be three or four that we've known of, and she gets a bad rap, and I don't really understand that. And I'm trying to understand it because I'm no longer a single mother either, but at one point I was a single mother, and I can understand, like, if heck, if Sierra ain't getting chosen or if men look at her a certain way, I can only imagine how they viewed me. I want to jump into my dick. Um Anybody looking at Sierra and saying she's a single mother, so I don't want her, in my opinion, they just fucking stupid. Yep. Now, I didn't like the way she yep. conducted herself. Why? The way she conducted herself bothered me because she, she was still bitter over the future. So when I when they were at a war show, she had to introduce him as, the, as one of the, the category people. She wouldn't say his name. And I forget who stood next to her. She was like, and the next nominee for Rap Artist of the Year is, I'm not saying it. And it was like, like be professional, shorty. Like, and then the dude next to her had to go future with free band, something, something. And that was, I, I was like, what's like, like, grow up, shorty. Like, grow up. Just say the fucking name and move on. You ain't got to throw a temper tantrum on stage. Like, it was childish to me. Now, that has nothing to do with her being a single mother. Um, the, the way she incorporated Russell Wilson into Baby Future's life so soon felt wrong. And it felt wrong. It was wrong. But then they got married, and now it makes sense. I'm like, oh, future knows so, that baby. I know what you want to do, but I, I've had this argument 80 times. You don't know. Um, Go so ahead. I already know. So um, I respect Russell Wilson, and I respect his connection to baby future. And I'm not threatened by it. I embrace it. I've been a stepdad, not through marriage, but through just love. So I've been Russell Wilson. I don't not Russell, um, really in any category. The only thing that I thought was weird was when Future said that Russell didn't have a conversation with him. I, I've gone to the, the the father of the girl of the, of the baby, you know, that I was stepdad, step in dad role, and been like, "How you feel about this? How you feel about that? Would you be cool with this? Would you not be cool with that?" Baby, I'm you're an outlier, honey. You're an outlier, okay? Because a lot of men won't do that. A lot of men ain't going to go have that conversation with the, the person's other parent. They're not going to do it. They, they feel uncomfortable. They don't want to be in the same room. I've had to make, I've had to make, I've had to make a man be like, look, you're going to be around my child. Okay. So you need to know who that child's daddy is because mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable having you here. And, and Avery knows you. Avery is my oldest daughter. She knows who you are. She talks about you. I don't feel comfortable with her going back and say, oh, well, such and such was here today, daddy. And you don't know who that person is. Just that's the oh, same yeah. way as if you have a girl around my child. It's no tea, no shade to her, but I need to meet her. If y'all serious enough for her to be around my child, I need to know who she is. Because if any, if every ever comes right. back and says, you know, Miss Lady did such and such, I need to know who I'm pulling up on straight and facts. Or I need to know who I'm, you know, saying good job to because you treat her as if I'm there. And you're stepping in and you're playing the role. It's no shade. But a lot of men don't see a, it that way. A lot of men don't want to be in that whole picture. They feel uncomfortable having any type of co-parenting or co-mingling relationship with the other person, the other party involved. 
And that's, that's a lot of the reason why my previous, when I was dating, why those relationships didn't work because me and my ex-husband are really good friends and we co-parent just like that. We talk about the kids. I asked him, you know, when we were just still friends, I asked him how he was doing, how life is going, because at the end of the day, if mentally or physically he's not good, he's not going to be good for our children. And those are things that I need to know. And I and even though we were divorced, I cared about him. So I cared about his well-being, not just for the kids, but for him, too. Um, and when I was dating, men were so intimidated by that. And he had moved on. He was dating somebody else. We were talking back and forth and I was giving him tips about his relationship. He was actually straightening me up and telling me how I could be better for my relationship. But men were so intimidated by that because I think in our communities, we're so used to dysfunction and we're so used to people having drama that when it's normal or when it's healthy, it's like, oh, so y'all still fucking, huh? Mm -hmm. I, I agree with that to a, to an extent. It's just not my experience, you know what I'm saying. Right. But that that has, that has bit me in the ass before, being like, oh, we're all grown and da, da, da. and they they were doing some shit. It wasn't just about being grown. I thought because I'm grown and I look at things in a grown way, they're grown, they're doing, you know, they were still doing shit. And then I've been in a situation where they weren't. Um, I had a girl who I dated. I was very serious about her and her child. Um, I really felt like I was stepdad. And I met her baby's father in that context. I talked to him more now than I talked to her or the daughter kid. That's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like it can go either way. But that's how it should um, be. Y'all should be that cool because I need to feel comfortable with my child being around you. I need to know that you're gonna treat my child no different when I'm not there. Like you gotta step in. I don't want you to ever say that that you're the father, because you're not. Or I, that you're the mother because you're not because I'm the child's mother. But I need her to be that comfortable with you at all I times. I agree. I agree. And I'm, I'm, this is some real shit. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give very vague details. Um, the the baby father knew how involved I was in his child's life, and we were out somewhere, and some dudes was trying to jump me, and he jumped in this shit because I, I don't think he did it because I'm a great person. I think he did it because he like. That motherfucker watches my child. That motherfucker got my child back. That motherfucker right. loved my baby. Like I fuck right. with him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, nah, I ain't, ain't going down from here. And I was just like, oh shit. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I think as, as adults, we should, that's how it should go. When, when people speak about how it does go or, or that other side, I'm like, I believe you. But mm -hmm. it's just not my experience. Cause I ain't a, I ain't that type of nigga. So like, I love single women. Um, single women, I, I prefer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope single so. mothers. Right, right. Single mothers. Um, I, I Let me go on a Delta app right now and see if I can get to Atlanta this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we gonna set that up. <laughs> Y'all ain't single got mother. no sense. Let me see if I can go over there. My, my mother. My mother was a single mother. What the hell? Hmm. So I, I want to piggyback off of what Kenneth said. Your friend Kenneth said, let's be clear. If you, if you are a mother and the kid's father is in their life, you are not a single mother. You're just single. To an extent, whoa, I, whoa. hold on, hold on. I, to an extent, I agree with that. However, there is a difference between 
having like being a an active part of your child's life meaning you see them every weekend or you pay your child support on time right whereas mothers we wake up go to sleep you know have to take days off because we're the primary caregiver so if somebody's sick we got to come home from work like there is a complete difference when you are a mother and you're doing it outside of the relationship and you are the primary caregiver. I get that, you know, fathers are present in whatever capacity that they're present in. And I and I understand that a lot of men feel like, no, you're just single. Yes, but, you know, my children's father is very, very present. But he was in Italy at one point and in Korea at one point, And I was physically here while he was present in every other way, never had to ask for anything financially, I still had to hold it down physically alone. And so I get that, but there's, I think that that kind of is dismissive of mothers who still have to do it physically alone because no shade to him or anyone else. But when them babies wake up in the middle of the night, I'm the one that's up in the middle of the night. You know, when ch changing diapers and everything else, it's it all it all fell on me, and that's no disrespect to him because he's active duty military. So it's not like he was taken away because he wanted to. He had to go. He had no choice. But it is a little dismissive of the mothers that really have to hold it down and pave the way for their children on their own and have to you know bury or burden that um, stress that comes along with parenting. When the parents are, or when the father is not in the home, Ari, what would you say? How do you feel about that? Because you, you, you say mother. single mother by choice. So. You go over the show. See, she's calling on people now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, no shade. You, listen, you had the mothers. We got to give a mother perspective. <laughs> yeah, I say single mother by choice because the relationship we literally decided to go separate ways, and I decided to parent by myself. So I take the same stance that Patty takes. I'm a single mother because I'm here day to day and I'm the custodial parent. Now, like you, I told you, my high of the week was he was here for two weeks. He came, he did what he was supposed to do. He came and held it down with me. Love you forever for doing that. We have a great co-parenting relationship, but I'm still a single mother at the end of the day. Being single as in I'm here single with the kids most of the time. I take care of them by myself most of the time. Will I say that I'm a single mother and I have no help at all? Hell no. There's plenty of people that help me. But day to day, in and out, when they waking up at 5 a.m. and they saying, Mommy, I want to come to your bed, that's me. That's nobody else. I'm a single mother yeah. by choice. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that whole, you got to be careful with that whole single mother term sometimes, in my opinion, because um, there were, there, there have been times where, you know, that term was used, and I'm like, are you sure you're a single mother? Because I did, I did take the kids for two thirds of the summer that summer, you know? Um, so it ain't like you sitting around by yourself. Um, at the same time, you know, I'm able to kind of sit back and relax and realize that, you know, regardless, hey man, get, doing this thing and taking care of your kids in the midst of a divorce or in the midst of not being a part of, you know, a single house family can be rugged, you know, so people do it how they need to do it, you know? Yeah. I, um, the only thing I'll add to that um, as, as being the, I think the only childless person on the panel today, 
Uh, Are you sure? Be- listen, listen, new. No, I don't know. I listen. I seen a baby when I was um, out in the city back in what was it March? Yeah, about March. I was in DC. I saw a baby that looked like you had a full beard and everything. <laughs> <laughs> who was the, who, who was the mother? Some little brown skin joint. Some little brown skin joint. <laughs> she didn't receive her portion. <laughs> abortion. <laughs> she didn't get the abortion. Um, I, the only thing, I, the only thing, well, I'll add this, and hopefully this, uh, you know, was some of the. I don't have a problem with, with single women, um, single mothers. I, I, I date mostly single mothers, um, and I don't. I think that there's a such thing where the single woman was single mother was where the man was totally abandoned and didn't do anything. And that's what the single mother was. So when a single mother, I'm saying all single mothers need to be uplifted, all of them, I don't, regardless of the circumstance. But the circumstance we become accustomed to is a single mother who gets no assistance from the father. And so when women say, I'm a single mother, it's like, you get assistance though. So the, the, the way that we disparaged what we as black men hold other black men accountable initially was you ain't doing nothing, bitch ass nigga. Like, I, you're not my nigga no more. I'm not fucking with you because you ain't doing shit. So the single mother that got to do that ain't doing nothing, that was one scenario. And then the single mothers who were like, well, he only gets them every other weekend. We started going like, well, that, that's not kind of what we was arguing for at first. But see, that's not mother- necessarily a bad thing. When we say single mother, we don't mean like to disparage the fathers. It just means that we are holding a level of responsibility at this time that we think denotes that title. It doesn't necessarily, like, I think that when we say single mother, it always comes with this bad rap. And I think it comes from, you know, child support and, you know, assistance, government assistance and all of that. And that's not necessarily the case. And I wish that it, it didn't come with that connotation because it automatically assumes that, oh, the dad is a deadbeat. And that's not necessarily true. And that's definitely not true in my case. When I say single mom, Whenever I've said I'm a single mom, I always meant physically only because their father could not physically be present due to the circumstances of the military financially. And anytime I ever call him and say, hey, such and such is going on, he dropped everything and made sure we had it. But that didn't stop the, you know, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I have no help here in the DMV. I have to make sure that this kid gets to this, this kid gets to that. And make sure I'm okay and still get to work on time and and all of that. And that's still, to me, an aspect of single motherhood, physically, you know? I respect that. I respect that. But but I think the only thing that we can add to that is know that when people say single mother, it goes immediately to the father ain't there, he don't care, da 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 So I would be like, I'm I'm a single mother. My parents, you know, my child, my my child, parent, my... Baby father, I hate the term baby father, baby mother. Me too, to say I hate it. it. Way. The, yeah. The, parent, the father of my children is still very much active, but um, I am still functioning as a single. I think saying it that way, because at first, if you said you was a single mother, that meant the father wasn't there, he wasn't shit, he wasn't claiming a child, and that's what yeah. it meant for like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. So for you guys to have an updated definition of it, the world has to catch up to you. 
And you have to give us the, the luxury of educating us as to what it means now so that we can catch up. That's yeah. fair. Makes sense? That's fair. Um, and also, so I know we all have favorite baby daddies. <laughs> Just so fellas know, if you have a woman or if you have a child with a woman who, you know, has uh, children with multiple men, I'm just letting you know she got a favorite baby daddy. That's probably true. And every woman got a favorite ex. And every woman got a favorite side nigga. Wait, no, no, no. I don't agree with the side nigga part. <laughs> no, I agree. You, you boot up. I'm that. I agree. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got a favorite woman for Let me know. I'm not even talking about my life. So anyway, um, let's see what our next topic is. Netflix and Shield. Um, the, we talked about Avatar being on Netflix now. Uh, JB got me into Avatar. I didn't even know what an anime was. I didn't even know anime, uh, Avatar was an anime. I was just like, a good chick was like, so you watch anime? I was like, Tina Turner? She was like, no, nigga, anime. Like, that shit. I was like, oh, the right. <laughs> and then, and then I found out Avatar was an anime. And I was like, yeah, JB told me about this shit like five years ago. You know, you seen this one? And that's when we talked about the episodes, like One Punch Man, Alchemist, you know, full, um, yeah, full of the Alchemist, uh, Academia, um, what's this, uh, Attack of the Titans, Attack on Titans, um, I've watched several now, uh, but they're all on Netflix and Hulu, if you like anime. I'm going to go back and finish, um, the last Avatar, the last Airbender, because I never watched the final season. So even when the movie came out, it was only one one movie, but I've never seen the final season. So I don't know how it ends. So I will watch that. And I will see how it ends. And um, I, I'm not a gangster geek, but that's what, you know, we exchange shit. JB got me into that. I, I talked to him about spitting in a woman's mouth. So we, you know, we share, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. Well, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Listen, Lou, if if that's what you like, great. There's a there is another anime section that you might be into. It's called hentai. The so hentai, we'll talk about hentai. that. So <laughs> we'll talk about that some yeah, other time. Here. Anyhow, you know, here every every year it's in Atlanta. Oh, okay. Very nice. Whatever, man. <laughs> So this portion of the show is called, okay, so I actually just watched two different things this weekend. Um, So I would like to let the fellas know if you have a special lady in your life or if you're long, even if you're long distance relationship in this this whole thing during uh, COVID-19, you, oh, so hey, area new, date night idea for you guys, Netflix and chill, right? Um, you can get, you can either use Skype or Facebook allows you to share screens and there's some other app I'll have to, uh, think about what it's called, but there's another app that people use where you can input your Netflix information and you can share, um, the movie that you're watching in a group and you all can comment at the same time. I can't remember what it's called. It'll, it'll come to me, but anyhow, what's, what's it called, JB? What? The app, the Facebook and show, the, the Netflix and show app where you watch a movie together. 
Oh, oh shit. Netflix party. Rave. Okay, so there's there's there's, a, yeah. there's there's another app called Rave. If you all haven't heard of that, there's another app called Rave. So, JB, come here a little bit. Lean in. JB, what? Lean in. Are you sweating? No, I'm good. <laughs> now he's sweating. <laughs> you got some juice? Yeah, yeah. I would like to see you take some juice. Okay. My brother is a diabetic. Okay, and if okay. I ever see him sweating, I'd be like, wait a minute, what's going on? Low blood sugar, what's going on? So yeah, let's, let's see you drink some juice. And while we're doing that, tell us about- That's love, yourself, that's right? love. Oh, that's, that's my fair. Brother. I, I respect that. Okay, take care of yourself. Always. I listen. I thought it was getting hot in here, you know, because I was still hot when my camera broke. So I'm glad to know it's not that. <laughs> but um, so speaking of Netflix and chill, y'all, I did just watch Love Birds on my last Netflix and chill date. I watched it, it last night. I haven't I seen thought, it. I thought it was very funny. It was good. I I support a lot of what Issa does because. I really appreciate the awkward black girl. I really appreciate that she's unique. She has a different story to tell. So um, that was a really good show. And then I, or movie. And then I watched um, the the wrong Melissa or the wrong Missy. The wrong Missy. I watched that too. Wasn't it funny? Okay. It was really good. So those are the two that I recommend everybody watch. If you're looking for something funny to watch, those two were really hilarious. I would agree. I would agree. What you got for us, Um, So I've been watching Insecure, of course. I'm all caught up. Um, but on it's actually on Amazon Prime. So my homegirl was here last night. She came down to visit. And um, she talked talk to me about a show called Upload. So basically, like, you're getting your DNA uploaded into this virtual reality. And then you don't really die. So your people can always have, like, a sense of you. Um, I fell asleep on oh, it, so I want to go yeah. and um, finish nice it because it seemed like real cool. Okay, now what's the name of that one? Upload. Upload on Amazon okay. Prime. Mm-hmm. Actually, you bet, caught bet. that one on Amazon Prime. That was a lot of fun. Um, it's uh, it's like that whole dystopian thing, like. You know, it's like an alternate reality kind of thing because they they like upload their consciousness right to the to some sort of where did everybody go? Where's everybody? We're here. Oh, okay. I'm <laughs> got quiet. Did you get the juice? Did you get the juice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, 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 but. It's right here. <laughs> Uh, so you said it was dystopian. That's another gangster geek word of the week. What the uh, fuck is dystopian, JB? It's me, like apocalyptic. Exactly. Thank you. I'm not the only one. <laughs> um, I uh, were you done? Mm-hmm. I've watched. Um, I watched all the movies Shady Patty says. I, those are two of mine. She just took them from me. But um, 
I also watched Trailer Park Boys, the cartoon, where apparently there's a TV show of white trailer park guys Mm -hmm. who do trailer park shit. I've never seen that. But they have a cartoon where they'd be like, we cartoon characters. Oh, shit. Let's try to fuck the wall. I'd be like, yeah. Like, cut it out. (laughs) So it's like stupid, get high comedy where you're like, did this motherfucker really just try to do a... It, it's some funny shit to me. Um, I watched that. I've been watching Insecure because um, my cousin just gave me her my uh, bootleg apps on my fast stick wasn't working, so my cousin just gave me her login. So I just watched um, like the first four episodes of Insecure. I'm liking it. I don't know what's going on with Issa and what's her girl name? Molly. 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 I don't know what that shit is. Um, and I'm not, I haven't watched every episode. But I feel some weird shit going on between it. Well, I don't feel it. It's pretty obvious. And I don't know what's going on, but I'm watching that. Um, I watched Den of Thieves. Have y'all seen Den of Thieves? Mm. Was that with T.I.? 50 Cent. Oh, 50 Cent. I've heard of it. I've not seen it. That was a great like, movie. Like, yeah, that was Robert, a really good movie. Great it was ending. a really, really good movie. Yeah, it's like a usual suspects type ending. If you've ever seen usual suspects. I hope I didn't ruin it for nobody, but it, it, it was, um, I was told to watch it because of the ending. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I am, I was watching Mary Day, Mary at First Sight, because the kickbackers, our listeners, I call kickbackers, and they've been trying to get me married. So they've been assisting, I go on Mary at First Sight. So I finally watched it to see what it was about. I watched season Nine that was on Netflix, and I liked it. Now I'm watching season eight on Hulu, and I'm just like, that's crazy to get married at first sight. Why don't you go on 90 Day Fiance? I never saw that one. How how does that one work? Um, 90 Day Fiance, I'm actually just catching up on it now, but it seems like everybody, um, there's like people who are from the US and they're marrying foreigners. And they don't know much about them. They've like either dated them online or they were match made or something like that. And then they have 90 days to like see how the relationship works out before they um, get married. And it's hilarious. I I think it's funny. I also kind of feel bad for the people because the two that are popular right now, um, there's one guy, his name is Ed and he doesn't have a neck Mm -hmm. um, because God did not bless. Okay. She she's about to talk about God and next, and then then it stopped her. Because mm-hmm. everybody know that <laughs> God don't like ugly. Yeah, he God don't. Oh. God if God don't well, like not, ugly, he need to cancel that dude off that show because he surely is ugly. He surely is ugly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but <Okay>. anyhow, <laughs> anyway, it, it it's like really. Baby, like, you so is that was Whoopi right to say that? Yeah, you yeah. Sure yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, they said Whoopi was ugly. Who yeah. said it? Oh, she, she was Avery. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so here. you are, babe. You are. So anyway, it's it's interesting to to watch the dynamic between um people from different cultures trying to make it work so that they can get married and so the other person can get their you know their citizenship because I don't necessarily believe that all these people are marrying for love, but we shall see. I'm, I'm gonna check that out. Um, I don't. 
I can't allow but so much ratchet TV into my life. So I'm gonna uh, I, I'm watching 90 Day. No, no, I'm watching Married at First Sight, and I watched Two Had to Handle. Oh seen that? yeah, on Netflix where you can't yeah. touch each other. Well, you're not supposed to like have PDA or like have sex. Yeah, I saw that. That's actually yeah, that yeah, seems yeah. like a lot of fun. That's a lot of teasing. Yeah, if we did if we did a show with us four, it, it, depending on how we would pair it up, it would be it would be a disaster. If it was me and Ari, he would cost all the money. Uh, yeah. JB and Patty probably wouldn't spend no money, but if you, but you and JB might spend <laughs> yeah. some. Me and Patty, might, it, it, it's weird. It, 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 it goes every which way. It, it's a lot. But it was a fun show, though. And one couple just kept fucking. And it was like, dog, every time you fuck or touch each other, you lose money. And one couple just kept fucking. But it affects the pot for everybody. And it was we like, going, we leaving broke. Yeah, we leaving broke. No, what's your sign? Aries. Oh, oh no, know? you're not an Aries, too. What you know about it? What you know about it? <laughs> My, oh, my oh, boo is an Aries. My boo is an Aries. He's know, an Aries. I know. I, I know your boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's an Aries. Lord Jesus. I'm going to pray for I, both I of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Aries, I'm going to talk to you well, later about that. <laughs> so, hold on. All right, Patty. So, what's your sign? I'm a Libra. Oh, Line ass Libra. And you already Jesus know. Christ. No, you already Line know. You know my Libras. I have a thing with Libra. Like, I have a history of. And I know some of your Libras in your history. I sure do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Ari, let's get that all together. What's your sign? I'm a Cancer. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm going to break this down. My. History with Libras is very, very high passion and very, very high dramatics, anger. So we like love each other more than any other sign, but we hate each other more than any other sign. So it is like the best sex ever and the worst arguments ever. I think that's just, just Libras like, in general. Ugh. Ugh. And then with Cancers, my most loving relationship, well, no, I think my most loving relationship probably was a Gemini. Cancers are my most balanced relationships. Hmm. Cancers can give me the pussy I want, and the conversation I want, and the fun I want, and the love that I want. That's Cancer. Gemini has just been like, it felt the most right, but it didn't work. And Libras are my kryptonite. I just be like, my life is, I'm dating a girl, I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Libra. I'm like, oh, my life is over now. What kind of heartache am I going to go through the next eight months with this bitch? <laughs> Just eight months? That's all you're giving? Baby. Only eight months? Yeah, I, I, get, I get in and out. I told you, in and out. I'm 44. I, I can't give you but so much time. I, I need my wife. All <laughs> my, my wives. Oh, my but I can't give you I can't give you like three years of figuring it out. I, mm. I'll be 50 by then. I can't do it. We got to mm. figure this shit out quick while I'm moving on. We're gonna talk I, st- I, I, st- I still fuck you though. I still make you count. Huh. I'm just saying. So, um, well, so I just looked up you guys' compatibility and Aries and Cancer sexual and intimacy compatibility compatibility is at 70%. Just 70? That, well, no, no, no. But you have to realize that's really good because a lot of other pairs are a lot lower than that. Um, because you're talking about overall. 
So your trust, your communication, your emotions, your values, and your shared activities, that all comes up to 70%. So that's actually really good. And that means you're very compatible. Hmm. Just saying. And he said he's been a stepdaddy before, so. Stepdaddy. Say don't mind. And I can vouch for Aries. Aries are good men, you know. Hmm. Good fathers. Very hmm. passionate. But anyway. We'll discuss it. I'm sure the viewers are sick uh, of us. I'm sure. They're waiting for our dating episode. We're going to videotape our first date. Oh, and so, that's um, fine. Anyway. That's fine. And we're going to record the second the second half of the date. Y'all just can't see it. But let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. So, um. <laughs> You better stop. I'm hot and bothered over here. He said, record. I said, mm, play it back, Mr. Gray. Play it back. That's my nickname. That's my nickname. She just called me by my nickname. That's crazy. All right. Um, so we figured out what we were watching. Yes. Um, we did. Okay, I'm going to throw a quick monkey wrench in here, and then we're going to go to music and get the fuck out of here. It's a good night. What porn are y'all watching right now during this pandemic? What is your <laughs> pandemic porn of choice? So now that I have a toy, I'm more open to watching porn because if you ever listen to On Mothers, you know I don't do any of it. Um, you need a toy to watch the lesbian I'm really into like girl on girl porn, like ebony porn. So I've just been watching that because that shit just excites the fuck out of me. So that's what I've been watching. Uh -oh. Ebony girl on girl porn? Uh-huh. I need the asses to be as big as possible. Like I love you. I love you. You love me? Interesting. I'm gonna make you fall in love. Don't worry. I'm already there. Okay. Ebony girl. Okay. He's talking. Okay. <laughs> Patty, what you what you? Um, Patty JB, what y'all watching? What's up? What y'all watching? I like anything that has women that look like me. So um, right now, Skin Diamond is on my playlist. And anything that she's in um, with, yeah, no, just anything that she's in. I can't even say with anything. Just her. She's beautiful. I love her. And she makes me feel confident because she looks very much like me, the short hair, petite body. So I'm supporting her. Mm. I don't even know who that is, but I'm about, mm -hmm. to, I'm about to check some of that shit out. Let right now, Skin Diamond. Who she, is it? She Googled it. So I don't watch regular porn like with, with stars. I only watch amateur. So I don't know any of the famous people. But I, I'll look at it. I'll check it out. JB, what you watching? Uh, quite a bit. <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> I did. <think, laughs> a, a, a lot. <laughs> But I'll say, I'll say probably uh, one of the ones that kind of has been jumping out at me is it's a it's a little obscure, but like cuddle sex where they where it starts out where folk are like just kind of laying in the bed chilling and then they get to, get to fucking hard. I think that's because I'm so lonely right now. <laughs> I'm more. <laughs> I'm more interested okay. in just being with somebody. The, the relationship aspect. I, hey, I, I feel the, I feel them ways. Multiple nights, I'd be like, I see the boo right here. Look, I can't see it. I, I cannot move. I see the boo. Hey, boo, what's up? Yeah, like I kind of, 
<laughs> yeah. I wonder how Bitch feel. What were you thinking today? What are your emotions? How's your family? Right. Tell me. Right. <laughs> what are your dreams right now? Talk to me. Right. Um, but I tell you, um, what I've been watching, and I, I feel like I need to explain it, but what I've been watching is threesome sex with two men and a woman. Now, this is why. I don't want to do this. This isn't a thing for well, I've done it when I was younger, but this isn't my thing. But what is my thing is a woman uh, being overwhelmed with passion while giving me head, which is why I like toys. Because a woman is giving me head and I can while she's doing it and having her like actually standing yeah, that and is not even being able to perform. Um, the yeah. same thing with the 69. Women hate the 69. I hate it because I can't do what I want. That's the point. The point is for you to not be able to do what you want because I'm making you come. So you're giving me that half ass head. That half. I don't know what that was. You're giving a half ass level of head because you're coming. And so you're, like, you're basically breathing and moaning on my dick. I like that. And so I've been watching that. And I don't. Uh, and it's not for the two niggas or one girl. I'm not. That's not really my thing. But it's for the woman being so overwhelmed with passion while she's trying to give head that it's like a uh, a weird head because mainly a little bit of second and a whole lot of breathing, a whole lot of coming. But she's trying, and so I like that. That's what I've been watching. Full disclosure. Do y'all think I'm a weirdo now? Not at all. No. Oh. Oh, y'all are so loving. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, at this point, after seeing Doja Cat is in here doing slave play, I don't think anybody could be considered too weird at this point. Oh, <laughs> just save me. <laughs> <laughs> what the comments say? Oh, I done made I done made Eric computer hot too. I, I am baby. I had to get on my. That's why you know doing too much. Uh, Burger say yeah, she will. She's under thirty. You know I like that. Uh, Lord, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. Nope. 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 I don't need this kind of shit in my life right now. I just got on the straight and narrow. I'm about to be on the crooked. Speaking of crooked, um, Ari, how you feel about um curvature? Beyonce wrote a whole song. Beyonce wrote a whole song about me. You know what that song is? No. To the left, to the left. <laughs> oh my God, sir. Okay. So, spe so um, speaking of songs, um, so the song of the week is um, <laughs> the drop the damn phone. <laughs> Jeez, you had to keep making me hot, baby. What is, what is that? Um. Chloe and Hallie do it. That song. That's the song of the week, y'all. That's my song of the week. I, I haven't heard any anything new by them. I know that Beyonce artists say the twins, they're on grown-ish. They're beautiful. Um, they sing amazingly. I haven't heard the song, but I fuck with Chloe and Hallie. So I'm assuming they dropped. Uh Gunna dropped the album. I'm usually not into the but I love his flow so much. I don't know what he's saying. And I love his beat selection so much. 
that I, I put it on. I was riding on F out. I was listening to it and I was like, I don't know what this album's about. It just sounds good. Like it just sounds, I'm, I'm riding like, this shit sound good. I don't know what that one word, but it, it fucking sounds good. So that's my <laughs> review on Gunna. My review on Gunna album is, it sounds good. Ask me what it's about. Any of y'all, somebody ask me what it's about. And go ahead, go ahead, ask me. <laughs> what is it about new? I don't know. It sounds good. It sounds good. I got to be honest with you, bro. You ain't exactly sell that motherfucker, though. <laughs> I, I, I ain't trying to. I'm just giving it to you how it is. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. It just sounds good. His flow and his beat selection and his features, it's, 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 it's an eargasm. It's ergonomic, not ergonomic with your hands. Ergonomics should be your ear. <laughs> what? Your what? What are you talking no, about? Yet? No, don't say that again. <laughs> don't that's do him like that. That's that DC education, like, y'all. That's DC right, public that's school. Right, don't stick do up, him stick like up that. For me, boo. Stick up for don't me, boo. do him like that. Wow. So um, that our apartment kickback playlist is available on Apple, Spotify, and Tidal. We update it every week with the new music. It's a three-hour playlist, two hours of the newer shit, one hour of some random throwbacks to get mixed up in between. Um, that's available. Our choke and stroke playlist is also available. That's the one I need to yeah. download. What is it? Choke and stroke? Uh, I'm going to let you hear when you come to Atlanta. You're not going to have fun with it without me. We're not doing okay. that. Okay. Um, okay. But the choke and stroke playlist, look at Patty's face. <laughs> 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 so um, a pod main kickback music playlist is all the latest songs it's two hours of relatively new music one hour of some throwback and um, you can put it on any cookout kickback party chill session cleaning the house it's you're, gonna add my, you're gonna add my recommendation do it is a really good kickback song that is by uh, Chloe, Chloe and Chloe Halle. And do it yeah I tell you what, not only will I add it, but it will be the first song on the playlist as of tonight. It will Ooh, be song perfect. one. Perfect. But I need you to download it, the playlist. We will download it tonight. <laughs> Fair. Okay. I can okay. do that. Personally, send me Somebody that. said this episode should have had its only fans <laughs> with the way <laughs> it's going. <laughs> you know what? I oh, agree shit. with you, Jeremy. Jeremy, you are so right. <laughs> I've been trying to start my only fans account. I was just waiting for the green light. <laughs> well, well, for the record, I have an OnlyFans account. Um, it is a hard name kickback, um, but it's it's up there. You, you can subscribe, and we're also on Patreon um, at a pod name kickback. Um, shout out to all our patrons. Um, we actually get paid to do the podcast because of you. Well, you wait, 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 wait for the ladies, you. for the ladies, for you. the ladies. No, hold on. For the ladies, though, what does a lady get if she subscribes to the a pod name kickback OnlyFans? What does she get to see? Um, JB Nuts. Uh oh. <laughs> so no, no, hold on. No, no, I'm not on, kidding. Actually, women have wrote into the show 
about JB's nuts. Like literally, they have wrote in. Like I, like they send me comments. Like tell your co-host to wear those pants. I like those pants. <laughs> they was gray sweats. You wearing gray sweats? <laughs> no, they were like they were like. Like khakis, like oh. tell your girls to wear those khakis again. I'm like, yes. I'm like, baby, we're the best nigga. We're trying to get Joe Rogan numbers. We gotta do it. Let's go, nigga. Yeah. Don't be hoeing JB out like that. JB, you don't have to go like that, sir. You don't have to go out like that. You are a. You do. It's in your yes, contract. You it's a, yes, you do. It's in your do contract. That. This episode is called Cabo Pitches. Cabo Pitches. Is it in your contract, too? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm doing next week's episode with no pants. I know it's at the beginning of the show. Next week's episode, I'm bottomless. You said I, I that, but then we developed a relationship, and I'm not going for it. So. <laughs> Don't be that way, babe. Okay, just keep it cute. You know, and I want half of the you proceeds. Know, you know I'm ambigamorous. Okay, well let's ambigamorous. Make- All right, let me look that up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Hey, Patty, Patty, Patty. It's like ambi. Amorous. Ambi amorous. You can use both hands. If you ambi amorous, you can love both ways, monogamously or polyamorously. Ooh. I'm ambi amorous. That is a real I, word, y'all. I just looked it up. I thought he was making up some stuff. I was trying to be funny, but yo, able to enjoy being part of a monogamous or polyamorous relationship. I'm uh, here for it. No. Hey, there you go. So that is that is that is the righteous ratchet word of the day. Ambi amorous. AKA I told y'all. Ho ho. Hey yeah, hey yeah. And you know what I found out? I have been called a whole whole like 20 times. But you also know, I know y'all women and y'all tricks. I know what that word means to y'all. What it mean? What? T- tell what, us more. What word? That's our time for this week, y'all. Thank you for tuning in <laughs> to, to a bond and kickback. We had our special guest on Mother's Pod from Hold my on. home, the DMV. Yes, please huh? make sure you follow us at On Mothers A um A damn O M M U V A S On Mothers Podcast, and I'm on all social media at Chatty Patty DC. Oh, mine is down below, Ari Lewan underscore. No, I knew Ari was gonna do hers. I was waiting, sis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> say, 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 it. say it for the ones that's only listening. Now if they're only listening. They are gonna come watch it. Because y'all are two fine ass motherfuckers. Me and JB ugly, but y'all fine as a motherfucker. Thank you, So and yeah, so uh, tell them, tell them how to find you. Well, it's A R I L A W A N underscore on all social media platforms. And 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 I I would just I would say so much more, but I don't want (laughs) to disrespect anybody. Y'all are two very. Very beautiful women, and we're very happy to have you here today. And that is that's how I'm going to end it. Thank you for having us. We love the kickbackers, and make sure y'all tune in to us because we have something special for our kickbacker fans on uh, Wednesday. When, when, we are, when are we coming on the show? We that's that. a good question. Let's I, talk about that as soon as we get off of here. Right. <laughs> that. Okay, so uh. To all the kickbackers, uh, 
if you're a first-time listener, a second-time listener, you're an ex that came back, that's not angry anymore, whatever it is, whatever the case may be, we are at Upon and Kickback on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Christian Mingle, Black Planet, Mahente.com. We're everywhere. <laughs> um, pod name Kickback. Uh, pod name Kickback. I'm going to thank the ladies for being here with us. This is our 99th episode. Next week, we'll do our 100th episode as a podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, we're about 300 episodes in between internet TV, internet radio, and becoming a podcast. So we did that. But as a podcast, we are 99 episodes in. We'll be at 100 next week. And I'm looking forward to it. And next week's episode is going to be dedicated. Thank you. Thank you. Next week's episode is going to be dedicated to JB, myself, and the kickbackers. So we're going to reminisce like a motherfucker because we earned it. God damn it. Good night and God. Uno. Uno. We out.